0: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Teach Sleep Repeat. My name is Dylan. And my name is Hayden. And please don't. Just don't click off. You've not clicked on the last episode or the episode before. Hayden has, for the third time in a row, <laughs> worn the same shirt. Don't I, worry about it.
1: I also wore it last week when we didn't do an episode.
0: Just, <laughs> just, just just yeah. I'm starting to think that's all you wear when you're not in school. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I've got a bit of a theory. <laughs> yeah, and the on. reason is because this week I was speaking to some children on the playground who are in your class who <laughs> I taught previously. Uh, we we're obviously talking about you. We'll come on to that later. But she said to me, yeah, I call him blue shirt, man, because he always wears the same blue shirt it's so
1: true i have <laughs> right just to explain myself here a bit please do because
0: about- i am about to absolutely expose you because <laughs> okay. I, I i think people will think that what you do is mental so god what,
1: what do you mean go on go on, carry <laughs> okay. on okay well i've actually got like 12 to 15 shirts in my wardrobe okay how many I can ha- fit okay let's say i've got 15 shirts <laughs> right <laughs> yeah 12 of them i haven't worn in over two years <laughs> why Because <laughs> i put on weight <laughs> and i was like no i i re- still refuse to accept the fact that I shouldn't be. I need to fit into those shirts. Okay, oh, that's not, fine. That leaves you with three that fit, right? Three. That and you're fit.
0: you're only in school for three days a week. Yep. So naturally, obviously, I you, wear one a day. Always.
1: Yeah. Is that true? I do now. You do now. I do now. You oh can wait, talk, wait, now, you can, now. You can talk about my past all you want, Dylan. He, he you're trying to embarrass me. No, I'm
0: not. I'm not. Right. You I have, you, look, you
1: you defend yourself and have look, reasons. Look, I have three shirts. Okay. <laughs> They're all blue. <laughs> yeah. And I wear them Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday. They get washed and wear them the next week. And mm. I wear the same three on rotation. So
0: you've never worn the same shirt, you know two days in a row.
1: Not anymore, because these these, these, are what, these are what I call my fat shirts, all right? Because they're like the ones that, like, when I'm at my biggest, I wear these three. It just happens yeah. to have been that I've and been on them for two years. You,
0: you've been on a fasting <laughs> diet for two weeks, so obviously you've moved out of there. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute.
1: But I used to, I used to, yeah. if I got home and, and my shirt wasn't like particularly, if it wasn't smelly basically. Right. I'd be like, yeah. I'll be right for another day. That's good. i that... <laughs> take it off and hang it up. <laughs> i can't so, do it anymore so, i sweat too much so
0: so that's how you judge whether clothes go
1: in the washing machine or not if they stink if they stink bye <laughs> lauren would be like what about all that bacteria and yellow stains like no doesn't it doesn't smell, smell. <laughs> doesn't smell it's going back on the next day so sometimes uh-huh. and my whole point was yeah i wanted to re- reduce washing yeah, I, was
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean i mean it's a massive reduction going from three shirts to two like, have you
1: ever ironed a shirt Yes, I, no, well, I haven't. So, and I don't plan to start soon. Wait, so, so you're trying to reduce stuff? Not
0: even you do not even do it. Do you wash your shirt? Do you do the washing at home? Very rarely. Do you do the ironing? No.
1: So you, you had no benefit at all from from wearing the shirt twice. I feel bad because I know Lauren does the ironing, and I'm like, I don't want to give her clothes. Um, of mine
0: to do. It's, it's funny because I do that, but with my trousers, I I will often wear my trousers every day of the week—Monday, yeah? Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, I always and, but, wear that. But I think that's normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trousers. You've got underwear, and right, like, I'll I'm wearing not, for a term. I'm not. <laughs>
1: You've actually never changed trousers since you started oh, yeah. teaching. My trousers get washed probably once every two weeks. All you do is change the waistline every every year or two. <laughs> yeah, I get a new belt. I'm to 36 now. <laughs> I don't know what you're on, by the way. It's 36. 36 is my yeah, current yeah. size.
0: Yeah. I got to 36. And that's when I thought, hey, do something about that. So as you all know, anyway, off on a <laughs> tangent. Uh, very quickly on that point of mm. the waistline. Um you've been doing a challenge with me yeah. every day mm-hmm. okay and your challenge just for anyone who wasn't listening okay. didn't hear that hayden's challenge every single day and we're gonna see how far we can Since go with january first is january the first new year how many days in a row can we both do our particular challenge mine was to cut out sugar from my diet hayden's was to go on a fasting diet now cutting out sugar for me was more about how i feel mm-hmm. yeah it was more about like i want to get clarity when i don't eat sugar i'm less groggy i feel less tired I feel better. And like the weight loss is kind of like a, a separate thing that yeah, happens bonus. as a result. It's a bonus. Whereas you chose fasting specifically just to lose weight. Yeah. I just want to drop a few pounds. Yeah. So it? how much did you, have you lost in? <laughs> uh, in well, two
1: weeks? I started, kind of, I'm going to share my weight because who cares? I oh, started on. You don't have to. No, I'm going to. Okay. Because I don't really care. Okay. Actually. Uh, I started on 15 stone two. Yep. I did drop down. Mm. I did drop down to fourteen stone thirteen. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm on fifteen stone one. What happened? <laughs> I've Genuinely, lost a pound. What happened? <laughs> wow. I've got a bit lazy of the old. This is the problem, right? And wait, I wait, do... wait, wait, wait. You're not fasting anymore. No, I'm still okay, doing it. Right, I'm still okay, doing it. The okay. problem with this diet, and I know you, you're going to rinse me about it anyway. I'm not. The problem with this with this diet is I can do the fasting easy. Yeah. I can I cannot eat for sixteen hours a day. Sure. But when it comes to the eight hours where Mm, I can eat, mm, like mm. technically there are no rules. It always says, yeah, Mm. you know, just eat a normal amount, eat what you want in those eight hours. It's the 16 hours that count Mm. because you'll keep something about ketosis. You're going to ketosis and Mm. ketones, bloody bloody. bloody. Did you get this off like an
0: Instagram ad? Was this like... No, we got it off of some app
1: that I was using to track it. And um, I was like, oh yeah, brilliant. What it doesn't mean... Mm. What it doesn't mean is yeah. you can eat a whole angel cake. <laughs> it doesn't mean you can eat a pack of four whispers. It doesn't. These are the kind of things that I need to stop doing. I walked into in your kitchen this morning
0: <laughs> and there was a four pack of whispers, a four pack of ripples and some whisper goals. Yeah. What, yeah. Why? Yeah, well,
1: this I'll tell you what this is, because, and I knew what this was from. So yesterday I came home and yeah. on the side, I said to Lauren, oh, my mum's mom, my been around then. Oh, Because every time okay. my mum comes around, yeah. she always brings like Is she an enabler? Or, yeah, she's yeah. an enabler, I blame yeah. my mum. But so in all seriousness, if I actually want to see results, mm. like you're seeing results, you can talk about in a minute. I do I do need to also basically mm. do your diet. Mm. Maybe a light version, because if I'm doing the fasting, if sure. I just cut out like fifty percent of the sugar, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably start losing yeah. weight. If you stopped eating chocolate, I bet you would. Yeah, almost definitely. Like just that once almost one. Almost definitely chocolate is the, is the It's the killer, isn't it? We're, but go on, you've had loads of success and I actually want to hear about it because Yeah. Like it's a hard diet cutting out sugar. So
0: Yeah, I mean it's hard it's hard for someone like us. <laughs> i think for for the average joe it's like oh it's a couple of chocolate bars a week yeah no, a i already have some self-discipline <laughs> Yeah, I know, literally so we're coming from a place of no self-discipline whatsoever <laughs> to just trying to be a bit of a grown-up and i we always say this just trying mm. to be an adult and mm. um, but it's going well uh but essentially i'm not snacking yeah i'm not snacking at all mm. so you look different yeah yeah i've lost weight i've lost some weight so and uh, it is jokes aside and taking the and stuff it is it is nice when people say it yeah. and they're like you because you, again numbers on the scale <laughs> it doesn't actually matter i don't yeah. actually care yeah. that much mm. the number one thing is genuinely how i feel mm. and losing weight makes you feel better yeah, because you are just a bit more mobile and also in your clothes you feel a bit less conscious i've, I've realized because i never thought i was that conscious mm. but but now putting the same clothes on and not like noticing my belly and stuff as much it just looks like a how a t-shirt should fit yeah And only then did I realize that, oh yeah, that was in my mind, definitely. Mm. Like every day when I got dressed, I was like, God. And like when you put on a shirt, like you said, you do the buttons up and you're like, okay, this shirt never used to feel like this. Where it's getting tighter. It Mm. does just feel better to have lost a bit of weight. And that's the side goal of this thing. And it's working. But also I must say, I don't feel remotely as tired. Remotely, like not even close to it. And we've always said this before. That's the biggest We've been absolutely knackered like during school and stuff. Yeah. And we'll be like, okay, I need to get some more sleep. And then maybe we'll get some more sleep and we'll still feel knackered the next day. Mm. And the reason is you don't feel tired because you're not getting enough sleep. <laughs> you feel tired because your body's an absolute mess. Like, like <laughs> yeah. honestly, it's like- that it's four pack of ripples yeah. I ate before bed and then <laughs> exactly. got a good night's sleep did yeah. not help the situation. Yeah, literally. So you're waking up, your body's done in. It's yeah. trying to like function off a diet which is not remotely suitable. So yeah. all, all I'm doing is I'm having breakfast, dinner, uh, I'm not going to do this again. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It's because <laughs> I'm Northern and I want to say breakfast, dinner, last tea. Last episode, dinner. Breakfast, dinner, d- dinner, said, dinner, dinner, said. Dinner said,
1: no. D- d- last dinner episode, lunch. Dylan said, uh, yeah, I just have breakfast, dinner, lunch every day and yeah. I said, what in that order? Yeah, no, funny. Oh, good joke. Um,
0: but yeah, and then um, no no crisps, no chocolate, no fizzy drinks. Yeah. They're, I, the, they're the trifecta. Mm. Oh, no fast food no fast food <laughs> the trifecta <I> find, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trifecta but yeah, uh and, and no good. like no fast food but like Burger king yeah. like mcdonald's that kind of thing the only thing we have had is like a nando's yeah yeah, yeah and like um yeah. uh, from this oven the wood fire oven pizza place and stuff like that yeah so not necessarily it's though, so it's fine you can yeah you've got to because i tell you what up. it feels more sustainable than last time yeah i i you know I walked in and I saw them chocolates and a part of me was like, I would eat two of them right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I don't actually, I don't sit wanting it. Yeah, Um, that's fair enough. And the benefits of the whole diet is outweighing my desire to go and eat it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, it does feel good now though. And I'm going to start doing some uh, more exercise now. Now I've added in a bit of that and I've got to a, a bit like knocked a bit off. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because like I said, the numbers are cool, but I want to feel better, so I just want to get a bit stronger. For
1: anyone not watching, by the way, Dylan has been doing this episode so far with his top off. He's really, (laughs) really (laughs) proud to present... Um, what the being. Is it, it's a bit awkward.
0: Here's the I've gone from morbid obesity to obese, and I'm like, yeah, this is how you do it, guys.
1: <laughs> on, the, on the app. <laughs> oh, that's
0: funny. it's funny. It's yeah, all BMIs, all crazy. Anyway, because yeah. I'm like a short, stocky. Boy I tell you what, though, anyway. the, the
1: obesity. There's like, it, it's very easy to get into that bracket, isn't it? Like oh. the actual technical side of it. I swear so I've, I've been on like that app. I've yeah. been obese for years. Yeah, yeah I've got a news for you. <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's the not real app. life, it's <laughs> not the app, mate. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's, no, it's a, um, it lower
0: threshold than you think it is. I know it is, and I know a lot of people will be listening who feel the same way of like, okay, I know I need to do something, but I'm working so hard constantly at school. Yeah. It's easy yeah. for me to get a ready meal and some chocolate and yeah. walking God, to the God, staff. Room. Barriers. We've done it for years. Like it's, this is not remotely like a judgy mm. thing. Um, and if you're listening to this
1: anytime from sort of March to <laughs> put onwards, it back on. then, then this, like, we need to listen to this advice again because we all have given up by then. I tell you what I have found this week particularly hard though, purely because, and I know you know this as well because mm. we've both been there. I mm. had a frank cold last week yeah and yeah, when you yeah, feel yeah. ill oh, yeah. it's just everything is just so much effort and yeah. i think i've really dropped off because i was i was actually a bit more conscious before this week of sure. like, what i was eating in the day well, that i was sense. losing i was losing weight and then i've kind yeah. of put a pound back on i forgot you were ill that does actually And yeah a it's a it's, like, it's yeah. just pure like it's not lazy. Feeling sorry for yourself. But I also like, oh, your
0: body's well. trying to fight like fight off stuff yeah. and it needs more calories, right. I assume. So I'm, I'm not a scientist. Hence the nasally I'm just, voice, if I sound I'm just bit guessing.
1: Bit um, anyway, let's move on. Yeah. Let's talk about um, this just week. a quick recap of our week. So yeah, some funny stuff happened. Yeah, because we're going to get
0: into a really chonky bit of yeah. this episode
1: now. Juicy, juicy to it, episode. So, so I want to start with a story and it is kind of between me and Dylan. This <laughs> is <laughs> for you guys because it was a funny thing that happened this week. Yeah. So I was on a playground on Tuesday and a bunch of your kids, your maths class. So Dylan's in year four, I'm in um, year six for context. And Dylan's maths class, a couple of these girls come up to me and was like really riled up. And they were like, we're gonna beat you. And I, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna beat you. And Dylan explained that he'd set up a timestables rock Rockstars competition between his class and my class. A year four set and a year six
0: best mathematicians in the school set yeah just for context exactly
1: though. top set year six so i was like all oh, right okay and dylan was like yeah i've only set it for three days so that they can smash you <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, okay we're gonna get the
0: ipads in i it. you know day.
1: i obviously playing behind the scenes i'm playing along with this but to the kids i would be like no no i'm gonna go tell all my year sixes right now they're gonna go home and they we're not letting year fours beat me like, if year fours beat us and and i think i said something like mr price mr price can take over or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, but if I win, if these, if are, my year sixes win, I'm coming into your classroom next week. I'm kicking Mr. Price out. I'll yep. be taking the class from now on. <laughs> That's all I said. That is ah! all I said. And and the conversation ended there. I didn't hear anything ah! more of it. These girls <laughs> went off like, <laughs> I'm going to tell Mr. Price. Do you want to know
0: what happened after that then? Yes. So they came into my classroom, like honestly, could barely breathe. They were so like... <laughs> <laughs> um, and it and it <laughs> and they said something yeah. about right right we get to we get listen if we win we get to chase mr stevens and he's going to kick you out the window if you win he's going to kick you out the window and take over and teach us maths for the whole time so completely made that up already kicking out the window yeah literally just made that out of nowhere yeah. um went out it's ppa that afternoon mm. i came back from ppa and what the teacher who teaches psh he said the kids have written a note for you or something <laughs> this whole note of this plan of how they're going to chase you around the playground. <laughs> Right and they said in maths on Wednesday uh Wednesday morning and um, they found that they'd won yeah because i because initially it was monday to monday and my class like we had ipads out in the morning and it's correct answers so like my class got like loads ahead and then your class just did their homework <laughs> which is like a minimal amount <laughs> and they overtook us <laughs> yeah. so i was like okay the yes they're just gonna win because they're quicker just even if a few of them do it yeah um so i changed the date back to wednesday and then we got the ipads <laughs> out again on tuesday anyway they won and they were unbelievably excited mm. and i was like All right, i need to really think of something for you guys a nice little treat because you beat the year sixes just a trick to make them do loads of time tables yeah, yeah. um and they're like, no, 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 there's a letter, there's a letter on the on the shelf. And I was like, what? And they they'd left a the letter, that letter on the shelf. So I got it. And then they're like, can we come to the front and explain what's gonna happen? And I was like, yeah, all right. So it's the same two girls, came to the front in maths and they were just so excited. And the kids in the class were so excited (laughs) as well. And they were there going, right. So basically what we get to do is Mr. Stevens, we're gonna chase, it's gonna be Mr. Price and Miss Gillett, who's my teaching assistant um, on some days in school. They're gonna be behind Mr. Stevens and they're gonna be chasing Mr. (laughs) Stevens. Then it's us two behind them that we're gonna be chasing Mr. Stevens. And then everyone else is behind us. And we're gonna chase Mr. Stevens all around the playground. And that's because he lost. So that, that like and basically that was that was yesterday the last day they think that's happening next week yeah I mean it's got to happen now yeah. isn't it and when this is released it's going to be happening like tomorrow yeah, it's got to happen and I, I said not- I think I think Mrs Stevens is on duty on Tuesday and I've just got this vision now because if twenty kids are chasing you man the yeah. playground. Everyone was yeah, joining yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole before. of the school. I had a
1: kid years ago that, that started in my class was a really funny boy, yeah. and he started this chant about me. I can't remember what it was, but yeah. it was quite funny. Baldy, baldy, over there, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something <laughs> like that, probably. And it was about Mr. Stevens for president or something like that. I think it was. And he managed. I'm not joking. He got every <laughs> single child on the playground to follow him in like a big conga line, chanting this thing.
0: Was Just that what, was that our school now? Yeah, I think
1: I remember. Yeah, it was, it was yeah, yeah. Either yeah, a year yeah. or two years ago. So I'm looking
0: at window, going, "What is going on? Yeah. It's like hundreds of two kids. Two years ago.
1: Two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, it only lasted for like 20 seconds, but, for yeah, the, but the fact unreal. that he managed to get like a hundreds yeah. of children for a minute just to yeah. do this thing. I was that like, kid's what gonna is go going places. So it. yeah, Tuesday, bring on Tuesday. I'll yeah. be chased around. Um, oh, like I just love kids. it. I
0: feel like we're getting right back into a groove of, of like winding kids up in yeah. terms of getting them riled up about you. Cause my class are now becoming a bit obsessed with, yeah. with you. But
1: it's great. Cause what did they make them do? Their time yeah, yeah, completely, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, that cool. was the whole
0: thing. I was like, yeah. they're gonna love the fact they've managed to beat some year sixes. They won't realize it's because we did it in cars. Yeah. like yeah. they yeah. won't know that. Well, they I did. Speaking
1: of you winding up. Kids, I did have a bunch of girls in my class come up to me the other day, and yeah. I know this was to do with you, and they were just staring at my forehead. <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" Ooh, so everyone has told... watched
0: the U.S. Office, right? One of the things Jim does to Dwight, because Jim's always pranking Dwight. <laughs> yeah. One of the simple pranks Jim does to Dwight is just literally get everyone to look at his forehead instead of his eyes when he's talking. <laughs> yeah. So I said to them, "Get as many people as you can to do it." I think they just ran off, got excited, and did it. Just them two. Get as many people as you can to do it, and don't tell. Don't pretend <laughs> yeah. nothing's happening. Yeah. Have conversation yeah. with him, but stare at his forehead and don't get eye contact at <laughs> so you all. You came
1: into my English lesson just staring at my forehead. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sorry, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I love <laughs> the idea that something like that happens and straight away you're uh, like, I know, it's Taylor. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, after about 20 seconds, when them was like,
0: Mr. Price specifically told us to stare <laughs> at your forehead. I was like,
1: okay, yeah, ruin the joke, but fair enough. Yeah. It's like, only works if
0: you don't tell him. <laughs> so yeah. You go crazy. Um, but yeah, I also had the other day on this note of, the thing between us two. We were doing an RE lesson. Mm. And it was uh it was on this this passage from the Bible where Jesus talks about making the fishermen fisher of men. And yeah, and the yeah, whole yeah. point was um it's about Jesus like recruiting disciples and people to spread the word. Yeah and, and they lesson. and they go and fish for men in terms of go and get them to join Christianity. Catfishing. Yeah yeah catfishing exactly mm. yeah dress it all up and it's nothing like they said it was gonna be <laughs> um but like and the idea was that we would write at the end a job advert. Um, as if we were Jesus trying to find Fisher of Men, and yep. the whole point was what are the characteristics that you would want from a disciple? So like kindness, loving, popular. Yeah, they come the up with all the Christian values, basically, yep. and, and persuasive was a big one as well because we're like trying to convince people. To yeah, do. of course. Uh, and then we talked about like being a salesman and how it was modern day, <laughs> they'd be good people to yeah. get in because they convinced people to. So I imagine they the thought top.
1: really hard then about yeah, yeah. the kind of people they probably did. Definitely label some people. Yeah, 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 of, like, yeah, this kind of yeah. person, this so, all the qualities. Exactly.
0: They were really, really focused. Mm. Their writing was actually really quite good. You know, they mm. had lots of ideas on the board, all the things we just said, love, kindness. And at the top of the sheet for the job advert was a picture of the mm. ideal candidate. Of course. So once they'd finished writing, they could draw a picture of the ideal yeah. candidate and label it. And everyone took it seriously. Exactly. Everyone took it really seriously. <laughs> and and, and <laughs> so I was Marcus some and and opened a book and it was just a picture of me and you, nothing to do with Fisher of Men. Uh, quite rotund people, I must say. My beard <laughs> and hair, you completely round circle. At the top. Yeah, yeah. And it was labeled Mr. Bryce, Mr. Stevens, an arrow to me saying good, and an arrow to you
1: saying bad. Nothing to do with that. <laughs> nothing to do with the whatsoever.
0: <laughs> Underneath, he's like, yeah, Fisher of Men needs to be, oh. uh, you know, have, have real kindness, yeah. be persuasive. Oh. <laughs> okay, can we see a picture of that? No,
1: but you have hmm. got a good and bad yeah. picture. And there, everybody, is the downside of hyping the kids up too much, because <laughs> yeah, then they just ruin their adolescence. Yeah, literally. They <laughs> <laughs> just got too obsessed with it. Literally. So oh. it's a fine line, not pretending we have the line,
0: but I'd much rather be like we are.
1: Yeah. I'd much I'd rather, rather be yeah, like the kids we are. Enjoy- the kids like we've enjoy- like always said, it. kids. my number one priority is kids enjoy school. I go home happy, go home with a smile on their face, yeah. the learning will, will come. And
0: to, and second. maybe the second priority would be that teachers go home with a smile on their face because the workload reduction task force oh,
1: what? manages a fan- to
0: introduce some new...
1: Oh, is is there been, Fantastic. There been a Segway.
0: early release of the teacher workload reduction
1: task force? <laughs> I don't know Dylan, let we play the jingle and find out? <laughs>
0: all right so anyone who doesn't know recently and i'm talking like last week when this is released the government have responded to something they've set up and what they'd set up was uh, it was a dfe's workload reduction task force and this all came about from the strikes it was the idea of okay listen a big part of the reason why teachers are striking is because workload is crazier than ever it's more than ever and systematically alongside that simultaneously rather Pay was stagnating, mm. so you may have heard a lot in the media, especially if you're not a teacher, about the whole pay thing. Yeah. And that was the thing that drove forward because inflation was high. We could be t- um, like kind of casted as selfish to the to the country because we're asking for so much money at a time when inflation is tough and everyone's feeling the pinch. That was one half of it. And for many teachers, less than a half of it. Mm. And I know a lot of teachers where they had to pick one thing that was more vital to them. Mm, the pay. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was, the pay was important, but it was like, okay, listen, if we're in a situation where we can't afford to pay teachers at inflation, then we need to do something to reduce the amount of work that they do. Yeah, to make the job less So, you know, it had one thing had to give. Yep. Uh, and part of that was the government um, signed up to kind of set up this task force to reduce workload. It's been, there's been ongoing for years and years, these ideas being popped up to the government um, and it's kind of separate to the government and then the government can respond to them and be like, okay, yes or no, yes or no. And this week we had the first recommendations from that task force and it was big news uh, because the government have already replied to a couple of them and said yes or no. Mm-hmm. And there's been a general feeling of, okay, this is how we're going to move forward. We'll talk at the end about what will happen next because it's not done. But I thought this would be a fantastic episode for anyone who is in teaching or is wondering what the teachers do. Why are they striking? Why is this such a nuisance? Yeah. Is it not nine? What is three? the problem with work? What first? is the problem? Yeah. Why yeah. you know, the fact there's a task force been set up does yeah. kind of suggest there is a big problem and just look mm. at the retention. Particularly
1: if the government you know this government who are don't budge on anything. Yeah. If they've actually agreed to do this, it's yeah. kinda like, okay. Yeah. Mm. Probably should take this seriously then.
0: Yeah. And and the great get out of jail, free card for the government is they can reject this the suggestions. Yeah, which, yeah, we'll talk about that. We've yeah. already yeah. done so, some of that, haven't they? The first one, and mm. I thought this was a fantastic idea. And I'm not afraid to say when things are good and when the government make a good decision. I think that's really important. We've got to say when it's a good thing. Mm. Is it an election year? Yes. But anyway. Um, could they have separate you know, reasons for doing it now? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. But Anyway. <laughs> One really, really good thing, and it's it's rife across the um, the whole system since we started, really, was the introduction of performance-related pay. Mm. Because the, the idea of performance-related pay is you'd set up some targets with your SLT or whoever's your mentor in school over the year, and it'll be to do with progress for the children, usually in maths or English, uh, all linked to the school's performance plan and yep. what they're working on as a school. Uh, and that all makes sense. It's good to have targets, mm. uh, especially uh, we've been told as well previously that you know these targets are stretch targets. They're targets where they're really kind of you know aspirational. Mm. It'd be really amazing if you managed to move all of these children up to that level. It's more than what's expected from you as a baseline. The problem is though, uh, when the government changed all this, I think it was like in 2014, and uh, when Gove was the education secretary, they linked pay rises and moving up the ladder not just to experience anymore but to whether you met these performance targets. Yep. And a big thing schools could do then was set ridiculous targets. You're never going to meet them. You don't meet them mm-hmm. because it's not reasonable to. And then your pay isn't bumped up to the ladder. I'm not talking about a pay rise, percentage pay rise for inflation. Mm. We're talking about the experience ladder where you go up to the first rung, second rung as years goes yep. on. Yep. So they they're saying um, that it works poorly in practice. This, this the, the, the government, sorry, the body who the government have paid to go off and do all this research have said, this does not work in practice. Mm. It doesn't actually make sure that teachers get there or not. It's not enough of a carrot for teachers to be able to achieve those goals because the goals are unreasonable. It doesn't matter what they've got in front of them. Yep. It just adds stress. It just means that some teachers don't get a pay rise at the end of the year. Yep. Um. What's your thoughts on scrapping that?
1: A couple of things. So it adds, you know, like you said, it, it does just add another layer where that just makes this job ridiculously different depending on what school you work in for some reason it's like oh this public sector job you all did the same training you're on the same pay scale in that school though they're gonna set a crazy target for you they're not gonna give you a pay rise go over there and they will it's like i'm the same person yeah so that's that's just stupid i hate that so i do agree with It's, you know, it's not the best system if we're supposed to have this lovely public fair, public sector job where everyone's paid the same.
0: So if you're, you know, someone who's not in teaching and you look at this, Mm. I can imagine people look at this and go, I've got performance related pay. I've got sales targets I need to meet to get commission and things like that. I'm on a really, maybe I'm an estate agent. I'm on a really low base salary. And unless we meet our targets in branch, then I don't get paid as much. And that's because mm. that's you're making money for the business. What, what do you think is different
1: about a teacher? Why should teachers not have it? Why, well, why do we not well, do it? <laughs> annoyingly, I was about to ask you the same question. So mm. that, that's my, that's my counter thought all the mm. time is anyone in the private sector right now is mm. thinking performance-related pay is pretty, pretty standard stuff. Sure. So I understand that the sympathies might not be there mm. when we're saying to scrap it. So I don't, I don't necessarily think we should just scrap it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Do people perform differently? Will people work harder? Will people be trying to, uh, I don't know, improve themselves at a different rate? And should should there be any kind of remuneration for it? Maybe. I. But I don't think that's true.
0: Um, And we've worked in schools long enough to realise this: Mm. that the amount of work and hours you can put into a cohort doesn't always necessarily translate to how much progress they're going to make. It's not like sales, where the more telephones you pick up Mm. and the more calls you make the more sales you make, the more hours you put in, the more sales you'll complete. Therefore you're gonna like kind of, it's kind of linked to the amount of effort you put in. With this really, you know, if I sit and replan the entire English curriculum, maybe one or two cuspy children might get through that didn't before because they, you know, they relate more to the text and they're more engaged. Mm your teaching style isn't gonna change because of performance related pay. Yeah, I'm not gonna suddenly become that teacher who now manages to make it form an amazing bond with this child who was so reluctant before. But now that I've got performance related pay, wow, I've made a real difference to that child. Mm. It's it's not as linear, I don't think. And what's really interesting from this is, the research says from this task force that it doesn't work in practice. Yeah, it's yeah. this idea. and And I think sometimes in culture we think, well, that's what we always do. That's what everyone else does. Well, why don't we just carry? Well, you know, if the research is saying no, if the research says working from home for a private company doesn't impact whatsoever with the output of the company and it makes people happier, we don't just, we shouldn't just turn around and say, oh, but we've always been in the office, so come back into the office, please. Yeah. You need to react to research. And if it's saying it doesn't work and it's only adding stress to the job, mm. there's already 74 other things that stress us out enough. It's one less thing to worry about. So
1: do you think it should go back to? I don't know if it was like this before, but just guaranteed every year you just go up a point.
0: Yeah, I do. On on the main pay scale. Yeah. I I don't mind that at all because the main pay scale, you've got to remember, we're talking like two grand a year, right? We're not talking unbelievably high amounts of money. Mm. And naturally, if you've been a teacher for one or two years, it doesn't mean you're worse than a teacher that's been there for four or five years necessarily. Mm. But on the whole, in general, you do improve. Yeah, you're probably going to be better than your two year... Previous yeah, because yeah. you've taught yeah, yeah, this, yeah, you, yeah. you've done different year groups now, you're more of an asset to the school in terms mm-hmm. of your experience. Confidence. Yeah, And, and I, I look at it personally, this is how I look at the pay scale mm-hmm. for teachers. I look at the pay scale as teachers as top of the main pay scale, which is about 38 grand now, I think 40 grand, something like that. Yeah, I, I look at that as the salary for being a teacher.
1: Yeah. So
0: that is a salary for being a teacher. We start off too low, Hmm. And we're working our way up to the teacher salary. (laughs) I don't don't see it as the teacher salary is 30 grand. Prove yourself, be better to get more. I see yourself as 40 grand, work for five years, gain your experience, got the main pay scale, and then that's the level of a teacher. That's a
1: good way of thinking about it.
0: That's how I look at it. And that's Hmm. why I think going up, you're just earning your stripes. I I still don't necessarily agree, with it. I absolutely despise the fact that an ECT gets paid, uh, I think it's roughly 12 grand or 13 grand less than someone who's been doing it for four or five years mm. when in my opinion they're doing the same job that that's mad to me mm. i I've, I've never really liked the whole experience automatically means money which is what i'm saying we should go back to but i equally don't think that performance related pay when your slt are setting different targets in other schools that could be harsher or better i don't think either system is ideal i just think if you're teaching kids you should just get paid to teach the kids mm. if you've done mm. it for three years or five years should you get four grand more? It's
1: harder because I think there's more like psychology behind it. I, I think.
0: Do you think it retains people more?
1: Yeah, I, I think there is. There's got to be an element of retention. And no, here, but enough
0: people it? are leaving.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying like, but if there wasn't a, do
0: you think more people would I, leave? I'm just
1: imagining. I'm just imagining a scenario right where there yeah. was no pay scale at all. It was just sure. everyone comes in at, at this is what we pay teachers. Sure. Every, everyone gets paid forty grand. Sure. I just feel like people like me and you, mm. who especially the early on in our careers, who were like super, mm. super driven, like aspiration-wise, mm. I want to earn more, I want to mm. be high, I want to be more important in the school, whatever. Yeah. I think we would have been like, oh, but four, do you not, okay. oh, day one, I, yeah. I'll, I'll never even get a pay. Like, why yeah. should I improve? Why well, should I get better in any aspect? Yeah, nothing that, to reward me.
0: That's interesting, because the, I thought the same thing, but just five, five years down the line. Yeah. I looked at it and I thought, okay, I already know what I'll be on when I'm 28. mm and yeah. I didn't like that. Exactly.
1: So imagine mm. it was from day one.
0: Yeah, sure. But I think, I agree. But I also think all, all that I might be replaced with then is I think paying teachers adequately for doing mm. extra work. For example, if you're just a class teacher, 40 grand, your class teacher, mm. you who's been doing it for two years and you who's been doing it for 10 years, you're still both class teachers. You're still both sharing planning equally. Mm. Like you're just saying you're better. So you get 10 grand oh, yeah. more. Yeah, Whereas yeah. maybe if it's all at the same, I don't know, the same remuneration, we might recruit more people because it's higher and then in the job you would then my point was be we had to reform everything it doesn't mm-hmm. work currently because if you're a class teacher and you get x amount of money cool but then if you lead geography yeah you get a bonus you actually get paid more. if you lead maths you get a bonus then the aspiration comes in leading something yeah. or, or taking on this kind of role within the school to make the school better that's remunerated yeah, it has to be monetary
1: value so i was gonna yeah. i was gonna say like a lot of private companies um Have bonuses, right? Sure. There'll be bonuses for people's performance as well as their pay rises or whatever. Yeah. So if if we've got this scenario where no one's being paid anymore, Mm. I think we'd within one year the entire Mm. nation would go to the point where we feel right now Mm. where we feel stagnated by pay not going up with strikes and stuff. And do you know what that makes me feel? And man, I know a lot of people is like, cool, I won't do any more work then. Yeah. It's almost that spiteful thing of like, okay, if you think I'm not worth any more money the next year when I'm more experienced, then I won't do anything else. I I will purposely do nothing more. Yeah. Is almost how I want. Yeah. I want people to be like that because that's. was was the point of the strikes so i think if i was on the same pay without any kind of new system right Mm -hmm. everyone's just like no everyone just gets paid 40 grand now Then, then i think you'd see a lot of people just not really doing it much extra sure. you wouldn't get those people going above and beyond like mm. they are now because i think the current system does kind of trick people into thinking oh if i'm going up from 26 to 28 grand i will do that club sure okay i'll prove yeah. myself i'm yeah. worth that extra you're two absolutely grand. right it does trick people yeah. into doing that because
0: currently the base level for a teacher is 20 27 28 grand it's 30 now. right 30 grand it's yeah. moving to that i don't know if it has What's already it? Oh, I don't but know. I it is it it's, it's yeah. going to be 30 or at least yeah. it is yeah so let's say it's 30 grand that now is the base level for a teacher and then you justify the leaps by doing extra work exactly so so that's how they're getting more work out of us so i think the base level for a teacher should be m6 which is the top of the main pay scale mm. uh, that's just what i believe mm. and because you're still doing the same job yep. but then anything extra if you pick up extra things uh, or if you get better maybe that's what upper pay range would be for mm. you know use the upper pay range for that for that in that case because at the yep. minute upper pay range Again, for anyone who doesn't know, there's a main pay scale for schools that goes... It, when we started, it went from like 24 up to like 35. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's moved. I think it goes up to about... It's, it's like, 40, like 30 to 40. 42, maybe? Maybe. Like that. And the first level of upper pay range is now 43. <coughs> so it's a separate scale, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of schools still now cling on to the fact that if you move to the upper pay range, you have to be leading a subject. Doing you have to be doing more. loads extra to really justify moving from just the range of a classroom teacher to doing extra stuff. My point would be classroom teachers should be paid a base amount, which is good for that job. And then anything extra, you either use TLRs, if you're leading just maths, for example, you get an extra amount of money for doing that. Mm. Or if you then do more for the school in general, perhaps you are you know, overseeing upper key stage two, or you're a year group leader or something like that, justify it through putting them through to the next stage. Mm. And you have this kind of two-tier system of, okay, if you're an ECT, or just a classroom teacher's been doing it for eight years, you in my opinion are doing the same job and i don't think anyone could actually really begrudge apart from experience the fact that you're getting paid the same i reckon people if, would you know yeah but they would they would because they of would. the traditional thing though yeah. if you've got that experience okay so what are you bringing more than the
1: other person are
0: you their mentor
1: Well, no, it might just be that you're more, you're just getting better results. You're more confident. You know what you're doing. You don't need, you don't require as much support. So in that case, if
0: you're getting more, if you're getting more results, you could Mm. justify going to the upper pay range. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) I I don't mind having some form of performance related pay when Mm. it's off the main pay scale. Mm. But if it's just the the idea of just doing that job, I don't know. I I think there's a huge discrepancy there. And I don't think it's a bad thing that the starting salary has gone up. Mm. Um, no, not I much. don't think it's bad no. that we're basically squashing that main pay scale, personally. It's mm. annoying for us because we've gone through the main pay scale and we started, started on 22 on grand. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, we started on really low. But if you just let go of that for a second, objectively, it's better that they're putting up the starting mm-hmm. salary, mm-hmm. I think.
1: I think mean, as long as, yeah, in this in our made up system here, as yeah. long as there is... It has to be widespread change. Of, I think there, just, there has to be a bonus system. There yeah. just has to be. Yeah. There yeah. has to be. I just don't think yeah, I think if you've had one year, right, where yeah. you've got two teachers on the same pay, yeah, one of them does the bare minimum for the job, yeah, okay, fine, they're yeah. doing the job, right, and the other one just goes above and beyond all sure. the time. They run all these extra, extra clubs, they take the kids to on trips, and they do these mm-hmm. things that just require loads of extra planning. And then at yeah. the end of the end of the year, they go there their head teacher like, okay yeah. what am I on next year because obviously I've done tons more work than here Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're like oh just same like the same pay thinkers. again Yeah, and it's like oh, okay so if there's if there is a system where it's like okay you can go up to the upper pay scale actually because I tell you what you are doing all these extra things they're mm. not that's their choice they're fine you stay there mm. you're doing all these extra things but, that, that but then already, to me it's just yeah. like uh, this whole thing is just justifying <laughs> the pay scale that already exists though <laughs> yeah that yeah. already
0: exists now i know and then because on... ects were like well, what's the point i'm getting paid 12 grand less yeah, I st- when yeah, we started yeah. as ects yeah. right we were getting paid less than what we are now three days a week yeah, at the I top know, of the scale I know, I know and we were getting paid less then. never mind inflation and pay rises mm. and stuff we were getting paid less then than someone who was part-time at the top of the pay scale yeah yeah that rinsed me i was like that's horrendous yeah, yeah. so we can't pretend that it's working now no, that's true
1: but there used to be a bit more of a bonus system, though, didn't there? There used to be retention, bonus, yeah. retention. Like schools used to have to a lot more move. power yeah. to. Um to basically yeah just pay pay their teachers like a bonus at the end of the year mm. to, to retain them mm. if they're really good teachers you know they're gonna go it's like golden handcuffs thing
0: wasn't it? it's like you can't move for three years yeah, but yeah, here's six yeah. grand yeah
1: then they used yeah. to have that power and they did it all the time yeah. and they just don't i think the system still exists they're just schools there's just no don't money. have the budget yeah, anymore. There's no money. so there is no retention bonuses but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, overall i think scrap the scrap the performance rate related pay because it does mm. just get abused i don't mm. actually think it works very well i think we need to be very careful about what comes in in its place there has to be sure. you know in the same way we talk about offset later there has to be something i guess that makes sure people are doing their job properly yeah, yeah but yeah, i don't yeah. think we should link it to yeah um, but i just you know the I'm standard pay scale crying out
0: for more trust army when you join in the state agency or if you join in the shortage broker, mm-hmm. or if you join anything that's kind of in the high street and there's, a, there's this kind of performance related pay thing and you're earning your stripes and, and it helps you to train more and get better. It's an incentive to improve, right? Mm-hmm. That's very different to us who've done years of training and are professionals and have done stuff in school. There has to be a level of trust here. Yeah. It's not the same as some sales job that a uh, 16 year old can walk into on the high street. We don't need to have the same kind of pay performance level We are already qualified, have passed strenuous tests. We are professional teachers. Hmm. I think that has to be reflected in how we're paid. We don't then have to justify every year. Like yes, we have to have something in place, but I think at the minute it's not working. But luckily, the government—they've reacted to a couple of these things already. They've said they're going to urgently, rapidly review this and try and replace PRP performance well, pay by, by, gonna, by next September, by next
1: year. A less bureaucratic way to manage performance fairly and transparently, and, and so, that's
0: only a good thing. But yeah. you know, watch this space. We'll see. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Next thing on the list. This again, all of these are really interesting to me. This is something you're really passionate about, so yeah. I'm going to introduce it. I want you to crack on with it. Sure. Um, it's the idea that they've said, OK, schools and trusts, because this is something we'll come on to later. Schools are run by local councils. Trusts are their own kind of business. Lots of schools are moving to trusts. If you don't quite understand the difference, we'll go into that later. But just for now, know that trusts have more autonomy. Schools are more answerable to local authority. The local council, yeah. Yeah. So schools and trusts should consider assigning a senior leader with... Dedicated, so this is their debt, that's it. Their responsibility is simply to improve well being and reduce workload. Now, we see this in schools at the minute. This does happen sometimes, but it might often be a teacher, a teaching assistant, a side thing to tick off mm-hmm. for their, like, you know, that's my appraisal target is for well being. There might be a questionnaire every now and then. This is very different. A senior leader yeah, dedicated to well being and reducing workload. Mm-hmm. Why
1: is that so important? Right, someone in the SLT doing this is so so important and already even like the should consider i'm like no that needs to not be a should consider it should be as important as does your school need a deputy head teacher (laughs) yes okay they also you also need this person Mm. so important i i think it's fair to say that None of this will happen. This change will never ever happen. It will become another one of the thousand gimmicks that we have in teaching because so much of teacher education world is just a gimmick. It's just a gimmick after gimmick after gimmick after promise after promise after broken whatever. I don't think any of this will happen if we don't have someone who is wholly accountable for it, someone high up that leads that is you know involved in leading the school absolutely like their job is on the line for doing this, do you know what I mean? It's part of their job. It'd be like us walking into school. and be like, nah, I'm not teaching today. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how serious it'd be taken if they said, nah, I'm not going to. We're not going to do well being. So, like, no, no, no. Your school doesn't function without this. You're, you know, this doesn't. It's broken now. You need this person. So, yes, very, very passionate um, about this. Purely because I just think that without the accountability, it will not happen. The big word for me in there is
0: dedicated, because what I, what I can see happening a lot now. Maybe it's already happening. People have had experience of this someone already in SLT who has a, a, a kind of responsibility already, let's say it's SEN provision. Mm. Let's say it's um, teaching and learning across the school, like this really big thing, will also tag on the end, I'm also a wellbeing manager. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is immediately a detriment, like th- there is immediately kind of a crossroads there of they're going to clash. Because objectively, if you are leading teaching and learning in the school and you're leading SEN provision, mm. by, by default, Every year for SEN is getting more and more children who need um, special provisions. Mm-hmm. That's true. And every year for teaching and learning, it feels like there's something else that's going to happen that we're going to have to the do. Standards do is, are higher. Because the bar's higher. Frameworks, the bar's higher. We've got to get up the league tables. Immediately, your gut there on how to fix that will be to increase workload for your staff because they've got to deliver different things. They've got to plan more stuff. They've got to write more IEPs. They've got to, you know, um, apply for some funding for, for these children in their class. They've got to put extra time in to help them. Your initial thought there is okay, more work for those guys. Mm. But your wellbeing manager, ah, oh, oh, just offer them a yoga class at the end of the term. <laughs> yeah, it will be. That's what it will so, be. So, dedicate is really important to me because. The responsibility should be for a well-being manager is to have an ear on the ground Mm. and you are representing your staff at that point you are representing the school it could even be that a teacher joins slt Mm. but they're still just a teacher but they join slt meetings they're there on the when decisions are made the well-being manager whose sole job is to be well-being manager has to be there to say okay well what's the payoff Mm. Mm. for example uh, i know in our school last year we did this big rollout of a new curriculum in the afternoon which is fantastic. It's a really good curriculum, but it was a lot of work for our staff. Mm. It was a lot of work. We're mass leads. There's no well-being manager in our school. But as Mass Lead, it would have been very easy for us to walk in and say, okay, cool. By the way, we are completely revamping how we do times tables across the entire school. Mm. Also, um, the planning, it's okay, but I think for these three topics, we need to take mm. this. We're gonna approach. go to a new scheme. We're gonna go to a new scheme. Yeah. It, we, we absolutely could have walked in and said that and we have the backing of our SLT, which is which is really nice to be in that position where we know that if we think something's good, SLT will have our back. Mm-hmm but we also had to consciously be say to ourselves no Yep. There may be things that are objectively better for maths if everyone does them right now, but during this time where, including us as class teachers, we're planning more and more for an afternoon curriculum, we have to balance it out. Yeah. And the idea of someone wait. yeah, the idea of someone being dedicated in SLT, that would already be on the table before it got to us. Yeah. It would yeah. be it would be a linchpin where they've got all their fingers and all the pies. They know the English team are planning revamping this, this curriculum. They know the history leaders over there thinking, mm. oh, we need to add in some extra tasks at the end of each mm. unit they're going to have all of that in their mind thinking okay well if listen english leads if we're going to do this i need to go and talk to these other guys because we yep. can't introduce that yet it's going to be a timetable thing mm-hmm. it has to be proactive because we've seen what school's like you can go for a lull in a school it's very rare but you can go for a lull where everything's kind of chugging along it's like okay well we've just changed yeah, that now. It's, it's okay at the minute Suddenly, three different subject leads will get really passionate about something, <laughs> which is great from their point of view. And they think, right, OK, look, everything's chugging along. It's quite quiet. Let's do this now. Let's do, let's do that. All of a sudden, within a term, you've got four curriculums to change. Yeah, You've yeah. got four things to do. So I think that's really important. It was interesting to me. The government replied to quite a few of these things. Mm-hmm. It didn't reply to this. They've got no, a history, no. haven't they, of kind do of you, not liking this idea. Do you
1: know what? I, I, my genuine thoughts are, right, I think it's a bit of a unicorn role. Mm. I, I reckon... I have to see it to believe believe it, right? Because I'm thinking about this scenario where we go from what we are now to having dedicated uh, wellbeing leaders in schools, right? How do we get there? Right, they've got to employ someone. What are the chances that a school that maybe is a bit more toxic actually go, no, we're gonna do the right thing this time. We're gonna employ someone that really will challenge us. (laughs) What's the chances they do that or <laughs> they employ someone that they know will just be, they can just puppet master again. Yeah. Like, I think it's gonna be a really, 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 really hard thing to actually get yeah. schools that really need this to go from having horrible workload and terribly toxic schools to employing one person who has got the, the, the confidence to come in and challenge you gonna everything. you to say balls, say balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the balls <laughs> come in. have got the confidence to challenge it and actually make a difference. Cause I just don't, I think, it's gonna be really hard yeah. for schools to do that and and, and you're so right. Because
0: we'll it'll be easy to do in schools where already you can have that dialogue. Yeah,
1: so like, oh I've got this um I've got this teacher in, in year six who already does tons of work and is totally on I'm a head teacher now right mm, now. Mm. Thinking, like, okay, I'm gonna see if she'll be the work the well being <laughs> yeah. and workload manager because I tell you what, she'll just do whatever I say. Yeah, she's yeah. trying to work up a career. So true. You do that, okay. We've yeah, all of the, we've we've ticked the boxes, mm, mm. we've got they've got mm. it now. Oh, look how good we are. And actually they're not doing anything. Yeah. I think that could happen. Yeah. So we have to be really, really careful. Yeah. However, it does leave me the next point the next point here as well because when i read this my first thought was okay someone needs to keep their head teacher in check them
0: sure because because yeah by 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 proxy if you're on slt your head teacher is still your boss
1: yeah exactly and actually the chances are you're going to be closer to them than anyone else in the school and probably trying to impress them trying to be on their side sure because you're a team at that point yeah right but the next point what what i was like this is good Mm. because the next point here is dfe may want to consider having a designated governor as well being Mm. champion now again if you're not in schools head teacher is at the top of the pile really and the only thing that keeps them accountable on kind of a a local day-to-day basis or week-to-week basis is the governors the governing body of the school who are all volunteers Um, and I just think yeah if we've got a volunteer coming to the school that's way more likely that you'll be able to find a good volunteer governor who is super passionate about well-being without the head teacher being able to Maybe have their, you know, th- to fight that off, yeah. or you know, have, make a bit more of a decision. And we've
0: seen how it. sometimes head teachers get when they know governors are on the case.
1: Exactly right. And some head teachers, you know, they've got a good relationship with their governors, and maybe they've managed to find a way sure, to have course, that of kind course of, course of like, would, yeah. oh. But actually, there's a good chance that you could get in a governor um of a school who is like, no. I'm, all, you know this is the head this is not good enough the mm. head teacher is absolutely just employing people that that mm. will do what they say and not doing the job properly so no so having a governor above the head and having an an SLT member below the head teacher in terms of job hierarchy mm. both dedicated to well-being I yeah. think I think it could work okay so was
0: advocate here my mm-hmm. favorite role to play. <laughs> My friends, they used to say we're at uni and stuff because I just like debating and arguing. They'd they'd call it Dylan's advocate. Just, just replace the devil. <laughs> just replace, so you do that now? Yeah, <laughs> Dylan's advocate. Yeah. Okay, you're a head teacher yep. in a school that is struggling. You've got yeah. staff who, uh, you know, take shortcuts because they're fed up. Mm-hmm. I, I've been there before. I know te- nothing yeah. against the staff for doing so. Um, you've got ofsted you, okay. Uh, this has just been released. You need to put a wellbeing manager below and above you in the mm-hmm. governors and in the SLT. Yep. You really want to implement change to improve the outcomes for your school, but they are blocking you at every road because inevitably change means work. Mm-hmm. What on earth is the solution there? All Do you before. let the school stagnate?
1: I think that's when it comes. I think that's when a good head teacher puts together a proper report. Sure, a proper report because I think they've they've got to have. They still in what to way report up. report okay. to who? As in to report to the governors. Yeah, maybe with this wellbeing person in line saying, right, appreciate the con- like these these are the concerns you've raised. This is, this is our future of our school, right? You know, and actually put together, say, here are our numbers. If we change all of this at once, then it might have this effect. I understand we can't. If we don't change anything, sure. this, this is where our standards are going right sure. now as a school. And I think a good head teacher has that persuasion ability, has that ability to look at, uh, to plan for the future, mm. look at the school action plan and saying, yeah, no, you know, no one wants to do extra work, but if we don't at least put in A, B and C, then this is what's going to happen to our school. And we're going to, you know, our standards are going to keep, declining if it's in one of those schools because it's rare that it's seven things going wrong at once yeah and it might just be that the plan is not that we're not going to do these things at all is i imagine that a well-being manager's role is to be like okay can we not do the seven things at once could we sure. space them out yeah because teach- i think we're that's the do middle ground yeah of course we are we, yeah i think if any teachers take this away of like yes no more change and you need to drop that because that's sure. not how it works and actually that's a poor that is actually a poor attitude i think yeah. to to education like of course stuff has to change it 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 moves with the times it moves with your cohorts yeah your cohorts your kids change every year every every year that goes by so i think a head teacher's role is to go like yeah okay this is our ideal world i now thank you well-being manager and governor i appreciate (laughs) that actually doing that i probably would lose seven of my staff um, going off long-term sick because it's too stressful here's our new plan do Mm. we all agree on it do Mm. we think this is manageable we're going to do yeah. this thing first and then next year we're going to do that thing and the year after we'll review it and hopefully we'll put in these other things and i think that's what a good head teacher will do they won't just go okay you're fine have a have a <laughs> fine we'll, we'll watch the standards drop then cool you're not don't be, don't be a head
0: i actually then. think collaboration is really important and i think if if these roles do happen and those people in the same way a head teacher a rogue head teacher might right now go rogue and say we're doing all of this right now if if the well-being people come in and say we're doing nothing ever, that's equally poor yes, for a yeah, school. Exactly. So I think yeah. having them in the first place, their role needs to be really defined. It needs to be collaborative. Yes, their first thought is well-being. Mm. The head teacher's first thought is progress. Yeah, you know, meet come in the together, meet in the middle, yeah. and talk to you. That's stuff how it can have work. That dialogue. That's yeah. how it can work. However, sure. the government have always been very reluctant to kind of introduce anything like this, where they're very much like, no, we'll leave it to the schools, knowing full well that schools can eke as much out. Yeah. teachers Well, because they possible. think
1: that standards in that scenario standards could drop a bit. Well, look. Okay. Do you agree that objectively they would? I actually don't. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Because, and I was thinking this, I was thinking they probably would then. But actually, If you did less, I think in in all these scenarios, we always, always take out the fact that um really stressed teachers don't perform as well absolutely and it's like we never we never include that metric it's like no 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 well yeah they might get the work done but i tell you what when they're off sick Mm. and you've got a cover supply in there doing it for six months that's not gonna be as good as your teacher (laughs) being there so i do think we have to take into account oh it might not be as good objectively if the seven things get done over three years instead of one because then we've had to wait three years for these things but having really healthy um happy teachers in school Mm. probably will out uh, offset Mm. that in a, in a positive way i think so but we I've, can't yeah. measure that so the government just they ignore that's it so like, no true. standards will be worse yeah because,
0: because yeah and and i think you're absolutely right it and it's something i'm coming more towards you on I never disagreed with you but you've always been very staunch that that's the absolute most important thing that comes before anything is the well-being of teachers because of the domino effect and mm. i've always thought yeah you know but they need to have good teaching it's and good lessons and good right, lessons right, right yeah, in front of them yeah. But um, I think it is a domino effect. And I think when having been in the profession now for like eight, nine years, mm. you see the effect. I that felt it. it. When yeah. I'm
1: happy, when I'm happy in my job, I do just do more genuinely. Yeah. And I've seen it online as well. I remember I read it out ages mm. ago. I saw something on Facebook of someone being like, I I left my old school. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was like I left my old school where I, where I refused to do any clubs and things. I've gone to this new school and they treat me really nicely and yeah. I feel really happy. And now I'm doing clubs voluntarily. Yeah. And the whole point was like, yeah, because they're happy now. Oh, yeah. look at that! Standards improved.
0: Because you know what? That hour they're doing a club, they've saved two, three hours of planning. Yeah. Because yeah. it's yeah. not anymore. Yeah. So well, they just
1: feel valued. They just feel like, mm. yeah, I'm happy, so I'll mm. do this for the kids rather yeah. than I'm stressed. I need to go home. I'm i, need I miss to get that. away from this place. I've got to
0: say, and it's not, not down to the school or anything. It's just mm. down to like I think being ground down after years and yeah, years. the system and like the government kind of disrespecting us in my opinion constantly about paying stuff where i do miss i've said it before in the podcast i miss doing things with the children because it's fun mm. and, and that's usually in lunchtime club i used to just have kids in at lunchtime mm. because they wanted to come in and do some coloring and i'm like yeah of course you can i'm only marking you can come and sit down whereas i know for a fact now i've said it a million times they come at lunch i'm like no i've got to prep i've got to do this i've yeah, got to mark. And, mark and also even if i don't do you know what i just want five minutes yeah and I think it's all acceptable, but I miss being that person who mm. is driven solely by the mm. kids' outcomes. And I think that makes for a better teacher. I feel like that's been grounded out mm. because of the system and I want the system to change. I do think that
1: was that was our unicorn years though in terms of we have kids. Sure. We've got kids now. yeah. Like our, our lives personally are very different as well. So I think that does yeah. also- If I don't mark
0: too. for half an hour at lunch, I go home half an hour later.
1: Yeah. And then you see Rory for half an hour less. It's like- It's yeah, It does suck. Like, I'm definitely fine at feeling that pinch. So obviously River's eight, eight weeks now, mm. coming up to nine weeks. And every single day mm. by 3.30, all I'm thinking of I is I want to go home because mm. I want to give her a cuddle. Yeah. I, I've been away from my little yeah. like, child. And she's so little. I know. And she's I'm not like, four. Oh. Even when they're four, I'll think that. But they're so precious right I got now. really sad last week. Yeah. And I genuinely felt like actually upset because, yeah. um, because I had a cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. and I just, obviously went in those first few days when you have a cold and you actually are contagious as anything, and I had a nasty cough and I just felt rubbish. You missed swimming, didn't you? Yeah, I missed it. You guys mm. went swimming, I didn't come. And I just tried to stay away from River as well as much as I could in the house. I it's didn't kiss tough, her, I didn't cuddle her. Oh. And it was like four days. And after about four, I genuinely felt, I was like, God, like... The four days in a race in proportion of her life is quite a big chunk so far, I know, and I was like, yeah. I've missed a big chunk of her eight weeks yeah. so far. Just having four she's days, changing quickly. Yeah, well. and I was like, what if she, what if she forgets me? And I started going mm, down these stupid yeah, v- avenues. Yeah, of course yeah, she won't, yeah, but yeah. I was like, no, the, but yeah. the feeling sorry for myself. Like, what if she now yeah. doesn't now she, now she's yeah. used to only seeing Lauren's face and she doesn't trust me being around anymore? And I was like, oh god. Well, my, but being at work, I feel yeah, like that. I'm like, oh, she's not seen me for ten hours.
0: My my mum and um, stepdad went to a care home um, where my nannies. And there was COVID in the care home. My nan didn't have COVID, but my parents didn't have COVID either. Mm. But they both were like, okay, um, we're not going to come just to be safe. And we were like, that's really, thank you. Because you don't know of COVID. Yeah, yeah, It meant that they didn't see Rory for like, it must. It was between 10 and 14 days. Oh, they didn't come to you. Didn't come to see you the because they home, thought, sorry. you know, we'll stay away. It was just after Christmas. Right. So, so been we saw to him to at the Christmas. They'd been to the care home. They found out there was COVID and they were like, we need to keep going to the care home. We're the only people who go and see her very regularly. Yeah, yeah. So we need to keep going to the care home. But whilst there's COVID in the care home, mm. we won't come and see you, even if we've got symptoms, like symptomless or anything like that. And they came to see him and we worked out like they, they missed 12% of his life. Mm. Oh, and wow, and, and when, like, as a percentage you know like, obviously I worked out at that point yeah. but at that point 12 percent had gone past yeah and they were like he's changed so much because yeah. it was nearly two yeah, weeks yeah, yeah. and it's so precious right now and mm. again it's things like this you know i want it to change as soon as possible if we have more children or just for anyone joining the job yeah. it just, just, it i just want a more. healthier
1: healthier work-life balance that's all yeah. it is yeah it's got to be healthy
0: so next one is the only other thing the government has responded to Okay, so yeah. I'm looking at the time. This might be a slightly longer one, but I'm really enjoying it's this. So, you know, guys, strap in. The next one uh, that the government responded to straight away um, is the idea that the schools might want to consider using inset time to look at addressing workload. Mm. Now, that in itself sounds
1: fine. Do you want to explain inset time? For- yeah,
0: so anyone doesn't know inset days are those, I think they used to be called baker days after someone in the government who invented them. Really. They're just days <laughs> where, uh, as teachers, we've got to teach children for a 190 days in a year and we've got to be available for 195 days. And that five days difference is when, if, for example, if you've got kids and they don't go in on the first day after term, yeah. or they don't go in on the last day of term, or maybe your school puts all five into one week and you get an extra week off on a half term somewhere in October or in, in the summer. Um, so those days are used for training. So th- that time specifically is, okay you're getting paid for this teachers but you're going to be trained you're going to yeah, be trained you're up. Not CPD. With the kids all day. you're not with the kids it's just you, you go in and you might have a morning of training and an afternoon of getting your classroom ready if it's at the start of the year yeah. or something yeah. like that we have five of them a year so the idea of uh, using uh, inset time to address workload great mm-hmm. but they went one step further the commission who were trying to reduce reduce workload and said you might also want to consider ha- adding an additional inset yeah. day the point being that if they're a workload reduction task force, it's quite funny for them to come out and say, do this as well, but in the same amount of time. So I can imagine they were sat there going, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. we can't really say this because it means less stuff gets done. Uh, okay, also have another inset day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd be six a year. But it Where- makes sense
1: to have six, six terms yeah. for Christ's sake. Yeah, it's true. Just have One six term. anyway. Yeah. Just have like-
0: the, the, only, the only thing I suppose there would be like, does it mean one less day of learning for the children yep. if that's true there's a whole absence scandal we'll do a, a podcast on that soon so mm-hmm. the government can't mm-hmm. be seen to be taking hours of school i get that or do you pay us an extra 0.5 percent for an extra one day out of 200 or something like that how, mm-hmm. how would it work to have mm-hmm. an extra inset day would it just be for free and in that case that's worse so i can see why the government did come out and say no we mm-hmm. as in there won't be another day of inset. they don't think that's the right course of action I don't necessarily disagree with that again. Mm-hmm. I, might, I might think that we could fit in another one like you, but I don't think that's an awful government decision because at the end of the day, it's, it's just, another day it it with is, the children. It's kids in school. It's yeah. kids in yeah. school. I, I'm, you know, after COVID and strikes, whether people in the media like to think or not, I love my kids to be in school and I want them in front of me so I can teach them. Mm. That's like the number one thing that I could ask for. We're going to do a whole session on absence. It's crazy at the minute. Um, But yeah, instead, basically the government say they're going to work with schools and try and make use of the current five days. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, So, you know, Hayden, going back to the initial point though, Mm. how helpful really is it for a workload
1: reduction force to say, yeah, use insets to reduce workload? What, when there's already stuff... Uh, insects are a weird one. I've been at schools where you have the classic: one day at the start of each term, you go in, but the kids aren't in. And I've also you know, worked in schools where you get the you, that it's all banded into an extra week off as insets, and you do it all in one go.
0: Well, I the, don't know. Yeah, if like, it's a if it's a week off, just so everyone knows, the the people with the week off aren't necessarily just getting away with not doing five days. Of no, no, no. There's always a split clause. into you know. Doing extra stuff in your time. It might be that you do some Twilights during the terms. It might be that you do clubs or whatever, whatever it is. The hours are yeah, the are hours are uh,
1: yeah. Rack up some somewhere else. I don't know. I just I don't, maybe I'm just being a bit skeptical anyway. Insets to me like but, five days or six days. I don't know if it's going to make much difference.
0: Really. Well, I don't think this is about. This isn't about doing less work. This is about you know like you go into inset day and you might have training on maths in the morning yeah and like there's this new approach like when mastery was introduced in 2014 and in new curriculum there was a lot of cpd going on about how to teach mastery mm, properly mm. this is saying okay uh, in that we get training on cpd we get tra- um sorry training on maths training on technology training mm-hmm. on english writing in the same way we need to have dedicated time to have that collaborative approach we spoke about where everyone is has to be in the same room and the only thing you're all discussing is well-being and workload right do you, okay. do you know do An you think
1: for that i get you now sorry yeah
0: so do you th- yeah so it's basically saying okay we might have to do a bit less training on yeah history or maths over the five days but yeah. maybe half of one of the day all everyone is uh. in a room and and you have that discussion i don't necessarily think uh-huh. that will in a toxic school bring about much change whatsoever
1: no not, i don't know if a weird i don't agree with the government but i don't really disagree with them either to be honest in with what you. way in, in the fact that they're saying nah, you, you've got five just just, just oh i agree just, with just that yeah, re- yeah just re- just reschedule your year a but bit do you think it would even be them.
0: useful to do that what, what do you think will come out of doing that
1: um i think it'd be useful like one time mm. at the start of all this but would you to, want like, to keep it to, up you might have to but to set the culture maybe to be mm. like this is a thing now that we do yeah maybe it is worth doing it once once a year mm. once per year in one of the insets just talking about well-being and, and like what the school, it'd be quite interesting to explore how, you know, in that day, here's our school plan for the year and how we're yeah. going to tackle work load. And you're all part of it. We've all got yeah. to do it in the same way that if I introduce a new math scheme, you've all got to do it for a year sure. and then we can evaluate it.
0: I guess knowing, knowing in, in ahead of time over the year, what you'll be introducing is cool as well. Yeah. If you've got the SLT member and that governor, Like we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. it would be cool to go to your staff at the start of the year i think and say right this year look we're looking to transform the writing curriculum Mm -hmm. and we're also looking to transform the history (laughs) curriculum for example at least then you could sit down and say okay (laughs) right if we're going to do that then we have to agree now with everyone in the room Maths leads we're just going to keep chugging along Mm. you know art leads we're going to not do that competition this year because that was extra workload (laughs) because we're going to put x amount of hours extra into doing this (laughs) we have to find X amount of hours somewhere else to not yeah. put it
1: in. We were going to do on our fifth inset day this year, we're going to revamp the geography curriculum as well, but we can't do that there because we've now got this inset on wellbeing. <laughs> so actually, it's already it working. We've got one less inset day this year to revamp another curriculum. No, no, you've just your own time now. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? Ideally schools are you know if let's say they've got five insets planned right and in each one they're going to do some training ideally mm. what just drop one of them now you, you now get rid of one of those and you put this workload in yeah. what's going to happen is in those kind of schools is like cool now we're going to squish five work, five insets yeah. of the training into four yeah. and then have this so. and then
0: when we finish go okay guys carry on you finish that off in your own time
1: yeah. so realistically just having a sick one does kind of make sense to me because yeah. that way, it's just it's it's the it's the middle ground. I think. Re- I know we're going to talk about absence, but mm. my honest opinion is losing losing one day at the start of the last like you've lost a day at the start of every turn Problem one. Let's say you do it that way, mm. losing one more day. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll, we'll mitigate it. We'll make mm. up for it. It's fine. We can well, deal with go kids from with this in one day. A
0: day off on all terms, apart from one, to having a day off on all terms. On all terms, yeah. So the
1: sixth term, I just think- If all kids miss a lesson,
0: it's different as well. If all kids miss a day, it's very different. You just
1: shunt everything back, right? And let's be real, like, come on. How many years go past where at least one day doesn't kind of out of nowhere just get completely ruined by something? Oh, completely, And you have to, and the kids aren't, you know, there's some some fun day happens, or a day out, a trip, whatever, like, come on. Yeah. we can deal with one day so one be- planned day yeah
0: i think before we go on to like the real juicy thing that really caught my attention
1: <laughs> like we're going hour in before we get to the main bit <laughs> no it's not
0: but it's it, i guess it is really um this is just gonna be a longer podcast guys I hope you're enjoying it have mm. a you know have a little mm. don't pause it keep playing it but use this time to just reflect on how Wait, enjoyable we should do the jingle in a minute and enjoyable. so people can pause it okay let's do a jingle after this yeah. bit because yeah. i think we're going to come to one part of it now um which is a list of things that this body have said teachers should not do Mm. and it's fascinating it's really fascinating so we'll come on to that but i think if we're talking about the general tone of this workload reduction task force i'm skeptical because the general tone is all of these points we talked about the two main ones that the government responded to yes and no okay whatever the main point of all the rest is always be on workload be ready to change and manipulate what we say um, helps workload, mm-hmm. review it every term. have someone across the school and the governors have someone across the school in this school, basically use the reduction toolkit, push that, make it better. Yep. And that's ongoing thing. I think that's all fantastic. However, I'm really skeptical about um, workload being reduced in school until offstead sort it out yeah until <laughs> until there is not that pressure on a school to deliver there is only one reason that we're putting all of this work already in as teachers mm and going above and beyond, it's because of the stress of Ofsted and being held accountable. And that one word judgment coming in and completely rinsing an entire profession for everyone who works at that school, especially for the SLT, until we reduce the pressure on our SLT, who in the most part work incredibly hard for our children and really push amazing change forward. It's going to be between a rock and a hard place of teachers saying, no, I'm not working anymore. I'm not doing anymore. And Ofsted saying, well, you've got to revamp this whole thing and work towards all of these standards that we've just introduced.
1: Scrap performance-related pay. Scrap Ofsted gradings as well. Mm. Because you know what? I think if I was a head teacher, I'd be a lot less worried. If if I was sat there thinking, yeah, this workload, even if I was on board with the workload, right, I'm thinking this is all great. But at the end of the day, if Ofsted come in and call us a requires improvement school we'll all be in a worse place workload and stress you know just get rid of that horrible horrible stupid grading system yeah and it is stupid i'm not afraid to say that it's so stupid it's stupid but it is it's just just get rid of it ofsted needs a revamp it needs a complete complete revamp that's supposed to improve standards they don't all they do is stress teachers out they're not even that good at doing it you might get a good inspector you might not potluck mr p says that all the time potluck what you get yep um
0: There was a a video recently of a head teacher talking about their experience with Ofsted. And an Ofsted inspector said to her... If we don't try and break you as a head teacher, yeah, how that. do we know you're worth it? De- how do we know that yeah, you're good me, enough so. for the job? I'll tell
1: you what I did watch that I think and I was like, is that true? Because that even that seems imagine. I can imagine, I can imagine like mad propaganda. It, yeah, I mean <laughs>
0: <laughs> you called her a liar, Hayden. Mario, I don't know. Just, right?
1: even that, I was like, I can't even fathom. Yeah, Surely yeah, yeah, a human yeah, yeah. being did. It's do unreal. That. It's unreal. But they, anyway, they did, so, so yeah. we're going to
0: talk about um, what happens next with this report. These were the initial findings. So mm. we'll talk all about that. It does include Ofsted. We'll do that really quickly at the end. But I really want to go on now, after this short jingle. This list of 23 things teachers shouldn't do, it's fascinating. Stick around. Thanks for sticking around. That was a long (laughs) break, you know. um, You've really got good attention, guys. Yeah, so Hayden, scroll down, mate. Scroll Mm -hmm. down. We're going to go to this list of 23 things. Now, bit of background whilst Hayden finds the mouse and uh, his eyes and knows where things are. (laughs) This is a list of 23 things. This list existed. Before. So anyone who's been teaching for a long time, over 10 years, you may remember that again, another thing the beautiful Michael Gove did, who was fantastic for education in this country at every turn. Um we're shaking our heads so anyone who's not, not watching. Um he got rid of this list. And the point was, schools do not need to be babied and head teachers and teachers told what they should and shouldn't be doing. It's down to the school. If the school wants to say teachers do this because they're in charge and they know what they're doing, it's fine. We're not gonna have government tell you what not to do. When, when in all reality all that happened was this list got rid of and then everyone was like okay you can do all of these things please yeah that we because were telling you not to do before happen. now you
1: can yeah <laughs> now
0: you can is it, do they really think there'd be like much nuance here but yeah. like oh they yeah. can do it now yeah. no I'm going to choose not. No, of
1: course it's weird isn't it because since, since, since then workload and stress has got worse it's weird isn't it it's weird it's almost that's like odd. it did yeah. just not work at yeah, all that's odd so but I get rid of these again
0: this, twi- this list of 23 things we're not going to go through all of them but I will link it in the description to this podcast you can go to the podcast all the information we've got is from Schools Weekly or Schools Week we'll put the information up there anyway so we'll read the
1: title of it just in case anyone's lost where we are so this is the full list of administrative tasks the task force says teachers shouldn't have to do so we
0: started our teaching career in 2015 2016 so not long after this kind of this list would have been scrapped Mm -hmm. and it was really it's really really interesting to me now looking back because having found that out this was on this whole list was on the lips of loads of experienced teachers when we started and they were saying things like no we shouldn't we we absolutely should not be spending our time putting data in we should not be spending our time doing this admin not teaching like literal admin and i remember sat there going yeah, of course, of course it's we do. It's part of the job. What's part of the job. Because, because we trained in a time where those lists didn't exist. And we were like, yeah, of course. It's just part of what we do. So it's really interesting now. We've made highlights of some of the ones that stood out for us for various reasons. If you want to see the whole list, go and click above. But we're going to go through some now because some really stood out like a sore thumb. Mm. And others I wanted to ask because I, I I don't see it as a problem. I don't think teachers do do these things already. Well, yeah. So some do. of them, the, the number one thing, and I think a lot of teachers out there will be thinking, Oh! <gasps> I do this. And I know that I've spent a lot of time doing it to the point now where I just refuse. I'm like, no, it's silly. And it's good to see that this is coming back <laughs> in now. Yeah. Managing and transferring data about pupils into a school management system or printing electronic records for paper filing or more specifically as well on this list, reformatting data that already exists And then re-entering it into multiple different systems across the school. Essentially, it's data entry. As a teacher, it is now going to be explicit in this list Mm. that I am not expected to spend my time typing numbers into a thing. Yeah, there is no point me doing that,
1: specifically when it already exists and it needs to be in four different places. That's another level. I mean, when we started our career, that was a that was a buzzword. I remember people used to call it triple assessments. Triple assessment, triple, and, it, and that has fizzled out over the years where people have been whittled down. All those people have quit, and then all the new people didn't know about it. But it was, it was a big thing when I started, but it was like, no, 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 it's really, really, really bad if you have to enter data into a system, then you're told to put it onto another one. Oh, it needs to go in here because we need to compare stuff now. So I need you to copy that information into this one. It's terrible. And I've always, always begrudged it. I hate doing it. It takes so much time. like For example, when you have assessment weeks, right, sure. which all schools do. It, it already takes longer we have to marking, mark the test marking the test yeah. than it would do like marking lessons that day so it's, we're already well over what we'd be normally to be doing to then have to sit there and put in ones and zeros or have to put in scores into three different places it is just such by the way <laughs> when we've got sick. a
0: part of them to like get on through because we've got English. We've just done the math paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, we did history that afternoon. it got a whole yeah. pile of history books. You know, the t- teachers need to spend time doing teacher jobs. But on the
1: flip side, who does it then? Because we yeah. do need that data. So this so. is going to be a
0: theme all the way through, right? right? Because I think it's all well and good putting this list in. Mm. but I completely agree. And it's that devil's yeah. advocate again. It's like, you know, teachers want to have our cake and eat it sometimes. Yeah. The the problem is that they've been squeezing pay for teachers for so long that we're at the point now where we're like, no.
1: Yeah.
0: It, I, I truly think, maybe I'm being naive and maybe you'd get used to it, but... If there was any kind of form of keeping up with inflation and not having 0% being completely frozen for that whole time in our first eight years or six years of teaching, I truly do think that we'd be much more up for just continuing with the job. Mm. I I think knowing that my pay has been absolutely whittled away in terms of inflation and where I would have been even 10 years ago at this point in my career, Mm. it makes me really reluctant to do any of this stuff. I think I much more would be like, yeah, all right, I'll do a club.
1: But let's be real, because it does come down to the point where it is useful to have this data. Yeah. you know, Assessment data is extremely useful for schools yeah. and gap analysis is extremely useful for your teaching. Yeah, So they need to be done. Yeah, Who does them? And I, and I do actually think there's going to be a, maybe a bit of a joke here running through where every single answer to all these things is schools need to be, need to be paid more so mm. that they can have someone that does it. Yeah, Because yeah, <laughs> yeah, I honestly yeah. don't think I can't see another answer. Yeah. The answer can't be, oh, we now give it to the office staff. Yeah. There, everyone working in school yeah. is maxed out plus plus fifty percent on their job. Every single person, I promise you, there's no one in a school who's who's having a, thinking, having a job I've got a cushy deal. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, You know, I do six hours work, but I'm paid yeah. for ten every day. Yeah. No one is in that position. Yeah. So I do just think it's like, okay, I don't want. I shouldn't have to do it anymore as a teacher in my free time for no money. And there's no one else in the school that can do it, but we need it done. So I
0: think it should be. Hmm. And this is what we do sometimes in our school. Uh, teach an assistant instead of supporting for one lesson, they're going into the data. Okay, so that's that's a way where it doesn't cost any more, but you in know, a lot of people will be upset. <laughs> they're gonna learn that they could be helping four children do that one preposition sentence. It's like, okay, they could be, but it means I don't spend two hours after school today doing it myself. So, yeah. do you know what? They're gonna just put it in. I think it has to be, we're gonna have to have a lot of that, mm. and if people don't like that okay give us money to hire someone to fund schools and you we'll have, have to a, we'll have a manager it. that does all of this stuff. exactly right because this is the yeah. problem we're in now there's no funding so it falls
1: on us a lot of stuff. <laughs> we're going to talk about academies later but here's one of the perks of being an academy where you can absolutely just rip off your staff anyway mm. is that you can save money yeah. by not paying your staff properly to employ these kind of people <laughs> so maybe yeah. we should all the government were right let's all become academies then we can oh, rip everyone off
0: i can't wait to guys stick around because if you're listening to all this thinking it sounds good Just wait. Just wait. Anyway, we're going to wait. So
1: yeah, that's that one. It needs to be done. Yeah. Someone's got to do it. Either yeah. someone's time is repurposed in school and yeah. there's not extra time, or we have money to employ someone to or, do this. Or you put blocks. time in
0: before to know that data goes in one place and everyone uses it from that. This one is where place. the
1: workload workforce might come in really handy, because they might be able to think of a I don't know the answer, but they might yeah. be able to sit down and think of a solution where it's like teachers still can do this because we've now put in the system where they we've just freed up three hours sure. three hours of that time on this essentially. Well I week. don't
0: I, I don't mind and maybe I'm still wrong with this. I don't know how to interpret this for it, maybe be more clear by the time they finish. But I don't necessarily think it's bad right, that I mark the test and put their score in somewhere.
1: Yeah, I'm not above it. No. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I'm better than people. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't put numbers into spreadsheets. Yeah, no, of course not. It's just that I'm doing it at 8, 8 p.m. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah, yeah. home. Or like for the fourth time of the same data. That's
1: Yeah, that's yeah, that that yeah. kind of thing. So that, 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 needs, that needs to be scrapped. So re-entering yeah. data does, does just need to be scrapped. Like We yeah. need to stop doing that. Schools need to sort their systems out yeah. so you're not putting in your data in three different places. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But when it comes to just doing important jobs, like actually putting data in to see... Yeah. Yeah, to see gaps that's part and of our assessment yeah. in my opinion that's yeah, part that is of important. ppa we get it every week yeah. i know
0: it's not enough time whatever but part of our job is to assess the children if someone
1: said to me okay on assessment weeks uh friday afternoon you've got two hours you've been covered that yeah. day all, all you need to do in that two hours is just put your data in i'll be like yeah. cool thank you because yeah. i'll do that it's in the job time yeah, of course I'll do. I'll do anything you want in that job yeah. time it's almost the same as
0: saying okay by the way this week after school for an hour you need to teach another math lesson you'd be like no yeah
1: yeah like well, why then is it okay for uh, to tell me um... aiden oh you're right head uh this tonight 8 p.m four <laughs> of your kids were, couldn't make it um, can you do that math lesson again yeah. tonight 8 p.m yeah. yeah sure i'll do it i'll do that no of course i wouldn't so i'm not also going to sit there and put ones and zeros into a spreadsheet at yeah. 8 p.m I, I agree anyway that's that one Move and on.
0: next one really I, I love this one it's something i've stopped doing i think it's nonsense yeah. i did it a lot when i was younger masty because okay. i thought it was really important yeah uh Explicit now, teachers should not produce photographic evidence of practical lessons. Yeah, of, like, I of, think they don't have course. to, you can do
1: it if you want. Yeah, of course you, don't you don't can. Have to do it. I
0: might do it sometimes because maybe it's a beautiful piece of art and they're gonna take it home and maybe I just want it in their book. Mm. But if I don't, it's not bad. It's yeah. not something that I can be asked to do because guess what? planning and teaching and still marking and assessing a practical lesson yeah. is still planning, teaching and assessing a practical lesson. It, there's that trust there, which is like, oh, unless there's a picture of deans in the book, how do I know they had the yeah, deans that's out? it, isn't it? It's the
1: trust. I was, all I was going to say was scrap it because, do you know what? It's just a stupid way of checking that teachers have done the thing. Yes, they have. If they wrote the thing yeah. in their book and yeah. said they did it, yeah. they did it. Yeah. If you really want to look at their plans, yeah. look at their plans. Yeah, even if they Not didn't sake. write in
0: the book, but you know the plan. Like, yeah, well, you, like, did, you, did you walk through the room and the kids were sat watching a film?
1: Yeah. No, we didn't. Okay, be a bit ahead then. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go go look at your, what your teachers are doing. God's sake. Yeah. I, that's, that's a, I, that's, think, I think that's, that's a harsh, harsh comment. comment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was mean. You don't need. To yeah, look they're at getting on with all the safeguards <laughs> and stuff, baby. <I did. laughs> yeah. You don't need to look at what your no, teachers are no, no. doing every day. Um, but just trust them.
0: Yeah. Next one. This was really this. This was something that I thought straight away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sounds good, but we need stuff though. Yeah. So this is interesting. It's Funny. I thought that creating a, and, or creating or copying files perceived to be required in anticipation of an inspection from Ofsted. This was the ultimate example to me of what a ridiculous thing to put in a list that teachers don't have to do while simultaneously not completely revamping Ofsted itself yeah yeah. what yeah. do you think yeah.
1: I fully agree uh, Ofsted inspector comes in we had Ofsted recently yeah. right yeah yeah. okay and we did yeah. obviously print and copy all of our important documents and have them in front of us and some of those things we wrote up in the week before because we were like oh, actually we need, this needs to be more concise sure. so we need to have this in a nice concise way so we can be like hey look at the stuff we do sure of course we did that yeah. and if we didn't yeah we, <laughs> it would have been it would have been picked up and we would have looked stupid we yeah. would look it would have looked worse yeah because yeah. in the current framework off the offset inspector would have been like okay you're not prepared you're not very good leaders mm. you've got nothing to show me it's terrible it requires mm. improvement yeah of yeah. course we need to do that that's yeah. a stupid one
0: <sighs> that yeah it wound me up that that that's cool but i actually just think it's wrong i think it the only again Maybe this is just for teachers. If you've got a TLR and you're leading something, maybe then that comes under there, and some mm. of this stuff doesn't apply, right? So as a class teacher, still the history lead, the geography lead, the PE lead. I bet in your school don't have TLR. Yeah. And what if they get deep diving in history? Sorry, <laughs> the twenty-three prong list said that I don't have to prep anything. Yeah, Do you think yeah. that's
1: going to wash? I, I reckon we have probably misunderstood this bit though, because I reckon there's a deeper thing here. Maybe it's just as good. This thing is this creating, creating? I know, but I think this is probably talking about those schools where it's like Ofsted could come anytime in the next five years, sure, and they're constantly asking their teachers mm. to produce extra things or copy yeah, certain yeah. things just in case. Everyone has to keep an Ofsted folder in their classroom of yeah. your current lessons. Uh, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Okay. Where it's like that's yeah, probably yeah, what yeah, it yeah, means. Yeah, I think yeah, we've yeah. been lucky enough to not. Yeah. That that is not the environment no, we're even no, no, working. No, no. So it's hard to even perceive yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. I know that schools exist yeah. where weekly teachers workload is increased. On the fear that Ofsted are coming in. If Officer's come in next week, you don't want to be caught short without yeah. these things. That's so always point. have them ready. That's They're a worthless point. a week later because yeah. you have to update them with the next thing. Yeah. I think so that. that yeah, okay. do, is, it, do it when Ofsted come, not every week yeah, in case. Yeah, like, you know, when we found out Ofsted were coming mm. the day before, obviously yeah. we went and printed a bunch of stuff for yeah. them. That's fine. But yeah. This next one is something that I
0: maybe I'm blind to this, but it's in there. So it's obviously a problem. But it's something I read and I thought, that's not something we ever do, is it, as no, teachers? Yeah. So interesting if you're listening you do this, producing and collecting analysis of attendance figures or investigating pupils absence neither of those things we should be doing as a teacher i think it's a huge huge issue right now which maybe it's been put on teacher's door because i've never done no teacher see them but i've never ever experienced that
1: no no i can i can i can imagine a school Perhaps saying like or oh, if someone's away, could you just give the parents a ring after school? I can mm. imagine that slipping in. Sure. And I'd be interested if you if that if you're in that situation, please do write to us. Yeah. Um, how can they write to us, Dylan? Um, they can find
0: us but honestly, the best I've not actually checked the email in ages. So oh. if you've emailed us, brilliant. Or, it's great. Sales. Um, <laughs> but Instagram, <laughs> that's the place to be. Follow us on at teach, street, Repeat Podcast on Instagram. We don't ask so much, guys. If you've got this prior in the podcast and you haven't given us a five-star review on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it. And if you could follow us on Instagram, is a nice growing do, community. Do remember no? when
1: you used to do the app for um, our email yeah, and our Instagram? Now. Then threads and also yeah. Twitter. <laughs> but, the... Nah, talk to us on Instagram, not, or we won't bother.
0: Yeah, not on Twitter anymore. Come to Instagram. Instagram's the place. Okay, yeah, Instagram's the place. place.
1: Anyway, well, I forgot what I was saying now.
0: No, no, that's fine. We talk about people's absence. I don't yeah. think it's much of a problem. uh This next one, again, is in the same kind of thing. Uh, do not responsibility for producing, copying, and uploading and distributing bulk communications to parents and pupils again i think most offices do that I, I read this and i thought it bulks out the list a bit but is that really happening in schools
1: yeah it's, it's a weird one because I, I think we split that up right the the producing bit i'm sort of like oh i don't know though because if i organize a trip sure i oh. do i do <laughs> kind of think it's what's my... that if
0: you organize a trip <laughs> let me very quickly tell you the next thing on this list <laughs> oh, hang, hang on go on. Uh, yeah
1: i know it comes to it i know okay go on say it now because sorry links. but it, i i
0: this is something i didn't understand so you can make the link here yeah you teachers should not administer anything relating to school visits trips and residentials and of work experience yeah. so no administration related to that no no booking no no calling no sorting how
1: will a how will a trip happen maybe we're being naive here. maybe we are have just fallen down into that sinkhole of well actually i tell you what i have worked in a school before where mm. that was true right and we had a person whose role it was they were dedicated to this was all you all you had to do was fill in a little form saying this is where we want to go with this class and give it to them they do all of it right they did all of it so they okay. looked it up They looked up the price the cost the timing they booked, they booked it they booked the coaches wow they made the letter they sent it out to the parents yeah so it okay. could exist but yeah. i do it is a hard one because right now it's true know, though should, should it be in our job should yeah, it well, clearly not no. but but it is one of those things where right now i'd feel very guilty yeah if i if i went up to our office staff who i know are equally completely rammed with exactly. workload right and said to them oh, uh, I want to go on a trip to uh, the mm. Kent Life thing. You know, I'm yeah. going to do a day there next yeah. term sometime. Can you sort that out? Cheers. Yeah. Okay. I, I would rightfully, they'd be like, no. Yeah. And I'd yeah. be like, yeah, obviously i'll go obviously yeah. i'll yeah. sort that out yeah they're doing too much stuff i don't right? know but there you go maybe we just fall into that sorry trap. so
0: that's producing copying stuff and uploading and distributing yeah any, anything that goes out
1: yeah so the producing bit was for me that's what i was talking about really was like yeah. of course i'm gonna produce the letter to yeah. say to the parents yeah. we're gonna go on this trip like a newsletter but as well the parents the, the, the office staff might check the letter or copy sure. it and and give it to me or they might distribute it mm. via the school website or something mm. but yeah, I'm going mm. to at least produce the yeah. content of the trip that I want to take the kids on. Yeah, to. I
0: just think this this list is cool in many ways, but there are some holes in it. And I think mm. it felt like they were bulking out. Maybe they're just being really, really cautious. and But I think they've gone too yeah. far sometimes. I but think hopefully I've just perfect. proved
1: as well with the other analogy that, it, that you can have a system that exists where you actually... That's true. And that's teachers true. can just focus on teaching. And this
0: is why we're saying it now to all you guys. You know, If you've got experience with this and you're thinking, guys, no, this is needed. Let mm. us know. Mm. Tell us. Mm. And ordering supplies and equipment. Another thing. I'm the person who knows what we need because I've planned everything. Mm. Let's say I've planned a unit. I recently planned an art unit and it was printing, it was weaving, it was all to do with textiles and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. How am I, how am we supposed to deliver that without me ordering it?
1: Okay, devil's advocate, was it your decision to, to have that unit of planning? No. Did someone tell you this is, the, this is what you've got to teach this term? No oh sorry yes, yes someone told right? me so yeah. you didn't originally decide to do that so yeah. I think it could be fair to say okay but SLT have decided that you're doing this complex art thing they, sure. can, they can sort out the responsibility. for but you but do
0: you not think that them doing that would be them coming to me and asking me what I need and then I still have to tell them and I still have to find it and I still maybe. have maybe
1: I guess I guess the you could argue that if they have come in with this scheme of work, whoever's come in with this scheme of work, maybe part of their role should be knowing all of the extra supplies that teachers sure, are now required sure. to get and just ordering it for them. Yeah, yeah. In the same way that I'd, I'd kind of just expect, you know, pens and books to well, be Well, was going to
0: say, do you think that this is talking about daily equipment? It doesn't yeah, make that a stipulation.
1: I don't know. And maybe, again, it's not even talking about the, the first stage, which mm. is just knowing what we need. Sure. It might be that in some schools, the teachers have to... To actually, do the whole process, like mm, mm. email the company and do the actual order. Sure. Whereas in a lot okay. of schools, that they do half and half. You thing. put a sheet. In. You yeah, give yeah. us a little form. Tell us what you need, and yeah. we'll do the rest. Because yeah, th- I think that situation is okay. If I but desperately yeah, but, needed
0: but, pencils, but ninety percent of the job is f- filing through the website and the and and the magazine and seeing the numbers and finding it and working out how much it will cost and saying how much you need.
1: Well, you, you, Again, you're assuming that this teacher has to, would have to do all that. Right. I'm, I'm I'm imagining there's a sheet where it says I need more pens and books right i don't care what they are you 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 would know the pens and books that we order for our school i'm just telling you i need more of them yeah you know i think that's a specific thing
0: i think it's different for a specific art unit you're gonna have to know what i can't just put fabric and hope you know
1: yeah, no, of course. When that one it goes back to my other one, I just think, okay. Yeah. You, unless you, if you decided, if you took it upon yourself to change your art unit and, and you were like, I really want to do this thing, mm. then maybe, all right, you need but then, to be, have a head on but it. But then that'll make people not want to do that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But, it, I don't know. There's no,
0: I, Again, mm. it's an open question. I guess the
1: extreme would be, imagine someone came to you and they changed your, the SLT changed your curriculum where three times a week now, you needed to have tons of equipment and you weren't planning on making these changes. You were quite mm. happy with your curriculum before. Mm. And I said, yeah, now three times a week we do these things and mm. you constantly need to order mm. stuff. Mm. I think you'd be reasonable to be like, okay, you've made these changes, sure. so I will deliver them and I'll look through the lessons, but you do need to just supply me with this yeah. stuff without me having to order yeah. it three times a Mate, week. I've
0: got 17 IEPs to go through. I haven't got time to do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. Um, so, okay, next one. Administration of cover for absent teachers. This was interesting because I know there are some schools mm. certainly where... It does kind of fall on them to go around and ask, you know, yeah. cover supervisors. Oh, can you cover this point? I think it's a big chase problem. it all up. I think that's a huge problem. I thought that was that was something where I think that needs to be addressed in a lot of schools. But i
1: can give you a really real life example from very recently. Is I went off on paternity for two weeks, and um, in those two weeks we had an assessment week. So all of those tests that I'd be marking and gap analysing and putting assessments on for in my evenings fell on someone else. Uh, there were, you know, someone else had to do it. So there was loads of administration in terms of people in my team. They had to sort out tons of stuff to, for me to be covered for those two weeks. And so I ended up feeling bad about it. Yeah, of course. Even though really it's not my fault the system is broken like that. But it definitely highlighted the fact that that you were on paternity leave, feeling bad about your job. Yeah, feeling bad that someone else has got has got to do the free work that I would have done (laughs) in the evening.
0: Because, um, like you know, we might get like covering and cover don't uh, cover is different as a teacher. They're not paid past school. They don't they don't don't sit and mark like they might sit and mark something again. Some people do cover. I know you mark because I've had cover people come in. But some who are by the book will leave at three thirty, and it's it's not their problem if stuff isn't done. Yeah. yeah.
1: So that's a, a classic example of just yeah administration yeah required by other people yeah. to cover my absence yeah. and it happens all the time people are absent all the time mm-hmm. and it's very much just if someone's sick in the morning right sure and like, oh, i can't come in today i think I'll it's quite normal yeah. i think it's quite normal for a school uh, uh, you know to say okay the team around yeah, you yeah, just yeah. can you just sort out yeah. can you can you go and find their lessons yeah. and, and print it for them and sort yeah. it out for them it's like It's not really your job, is it? it, No, no, I can't actually.
0: The last one, last one we're going to talk about again, the rest of the list, guys, in a link uh, in the description. I'll say above. It's it's a podcast, there's nothing above. It's It's in the uh, the description um, below in this YouTube video. I don't know. (laughs) there's a description and this last one really made me laugh because it's really vague and i think it sums up kind of like the hit and miss nature of this whole list some of it's great and some of it i just find a bit weird Hmm. it's simply said bulk photocopying yeah
1: i I remember we both i remember when we saw this list we were both like what does that even mean yeah
0: because it can mean so much stuff (laughs) we've kind of already covered the distribution of bulk communication so it obviously doesn't mean that But does it mean bulk photocopying for your team yeah because we do bulk photocopying because I it's only what we do plan. Yeah, because it's what we plan and it's easier for me to be copying one lesson like a hundred times than it is for me to copy every single lesson thirty times. Mm. It's it's easier to get my head around and as a team yeah. we decided to kind I
1: feel like it even needs to be that that statement even needs to be about photocopying in general. Like mm. yeah, just stop photocop teachers spend so much time photocopying sure. in general. That yeah, could yeah, be yeah. a point to make. But bulk photocopying just seems weird because it suggests it suggests that there's some photocopying that's not bulk, really, <laughs> for a start. Because yeah. realistically everything I, i've got well, some, well, some stuff kids. just
0: did yeah true but so, some people will just print for their class when it as yeah, and when. yeah, yeah and other people yeah. like us we bulk as in yeah. I'll, I'll print history for everyone yeah and then someone else will print geography
1: for everyone yeah which so actually I've, saves you time overall. Yeah, it does it does more yeah, efficient so it is weird like get rid of stop bulk photocopying go back yeah. to doing it every day <laughs> yeah that's worse i don't really know what I mean by that if, so. yeah and if
0: their point is that there's too much photocopying putting yeah. it spreading it out doesn't help yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. It's,
1: the fo- it's either the photocopying or not sure. photocopying. It's, sure. it's, it's not sure. the bulkness. The it's bulk not how doesn't... you do it that's yeah, going yeah, like, to cause me to It's the amount of photocopying I have to do yeah. overall across the year that's the problem. <laughs> right, so... The, the other yeah. day, just real quick, uh, just speaking of photocopying, I was, <laughs> I was just speaking to my team, and we were sat there trimming sheets like sure. you do every single uh, day. Yeah. And I was like, I wish I knew. I wish there was a metric somehow. Obviously, it can't exist. Mm. I wish I knew how many sheets of paper I have trimmed oh my in my God, career. Oh, my God, what a How question. many times I've stunned this on yeah. the slicer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it has got to be like yeah. if we had the numbers, i reckon they would be That's crazy. stupidly That's high crazy numbers no?
0: wouldn't they? Do you do you mean okay, so how many times okay, we're gonna go into detail here, we've got something that doesn't need to go into detail. Yep. Do you mean how many times you've moved it or how many individual pieces of paper? Both. You've I was got. thinking about both. So individual pieces of papers would be I wouldn't. I would be shocked if it's not millions.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be in the millions.
0: Maybe I'm completely wrong off there, but it, my my gut is millions. Well, I think about this. Come on, we've got nearly to write this ten years. Now. Well, okay. I think in
1: a day, right? In a day, in a day, I mean,
0: roughly there's three lessons in a day. Honestly,
1: like a hundred bits of paper, I reckon. More, more. There's, oh, there's yeah, three lessons there's a day. Sheets, that's
0: yeah. one sheet on each kid each day is a hundred. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. say on average, there's probably there's probably two or three sheets. Right? Yeah. Okay. So that's that's like they the say, like. two hundred a day. That's a thousand every week. Yeah. That's a thousand. Have we have we been teaching for a thousand weeks? So it's fifty yeah, weeks, so fifty two weeks, thirty eight weeks, thirty eight weeks. Oh, weeks. Okay, thirty eight so
1: weeks. thirty eight
0: thousand sheets a year. Thirty eight thousand sheets of paper. Oh my god, is that right? Yeah, I think so. It's yeah, a bit an yeah, thirty eight thousand. Yeah. Is that right? Two hundred something a day. like that. Yeah.
1: No, what we we're done. I don't know. It's plenty. <laughs> it's loads. Wait, where did thirty eight come from? <laughs> oh my god, thirty eight weeks that we teach. Oh, so it's a oh, thousand 200. sheets of paper. It's a
0: thousand sheets of paper a week.
1: Oh, thousand sheets a week. A so year. eighty so thousand a year. Days. It's yeah. not millions, then is it? No. 38,000
0: a year though, we've seen Ten years, years and nearly a bit, Ten years, yeah.
1: yeah Come on, so probably more though, because like you said, it is on average. Yeah, I, I some some afternoon the lessons. There. I'd say I've printed half a mil. Half a mil sheets of paper I've put for a trimmer myself. How many trees is that? How many hours is that? Oh my god. I don't care about the planet. <laughs> I care about my time. <laughs> <laughs> How many hours of my time as a teacher, as a professional yeah. trained teacher, have I spent Cutting paper.
0: And that is where we need to move to a. We need to get into the 21st century. We need to get of bulk photocopying. <laughs> bulk photocopying has got to what go What you need to do is instead of cutting 38,000 in, let's say, uh, 1,000 cuts, yeah. you want to be cutting 38,000 in 38,000 <laughs> yeah. individual cuts. Yeah. In fact, get rid of slicing. We're going to get the scissors out, mate. We're going to cut every single individual one. That will help workload massively. Oh, God. We've anyway, lost it. We've lost you can it. find the rest of the whole report again in the link, go and click it. You haven't said that yet. (laughs) (laughs) Go and click in the link. Um, But okay, a couple of things now then. Uh, One's what's going to happen next, okay? So what's going to happen next very quickly is, uh, basically, they're going to carry on looking at this. This is just the initial findings. This is going to carry on. And luckily, it is going to move towards Ofsted, okay? Also, they're going to look under the microscope at the STPCD, that is the School Teachers Paying Conditions, an official document that's all schools, right, all mm-hmm. schools have to follow. The schools teachers paying conditions, which all of this is linked to, because everything that we've been suggested so far is going to go into the schools teachers paying conditions. And we're so lucky in this country, right, Hayden, that yep. every single school has to Ooh. obviously follow the schools teachers paying conditions, right? Oh, Dylan, I think you're giving a bit of a misconception there about how the country works. Hayden, what's the bombshell after this? You know, one hour and a half discussion <laughs> we've just had about uh, all of these things that the government are going to agree to and bring in and, and change okay. the school's teachers' paying conditions so that all of us have a contract that we can really enjoy and go along okay. with and,
1: and reduce workload, Hayden. Alright, Dylan, calm down. Okay. The problem is, mm. the problem is, in this country, there are thousands of what we call academies or trusts. Trusts okay. tend to be more than one academy, don't they? Okay. So a school. An is academy an academy. Trust. Yeah. Okay, an academy trust. So a school can be an academy, and that simply means it's not run by uh, it, they've taken out the link of the local educational authority and the government basically works straight with the school yeah. it just cuts out the middle man it's run like a business you're, now you're given X amount of money and there's no one to you decide your budgets yeah. you decide your it's you not know, the council rules. giving you the budget yeah Right? And the problem is, what comes with this is it's more, run more like an independent business and the SP, STPCD no longer applies. They can make <laughs> their own rules. So, so, wait, so Aiden, are
0: you saying that all of these changes to the school's teachers' paying yeah. conditions, even if they do go through, yep. that an
1: academy could turn around and go, well, we don't follow that in our Yeah, an Ac- academy can go like, no, okay, thanks, and carry on doing what they do. In the same way, and we've already experienced this in our lives, an academy can just change the pay scale. They can go like, "Nah." We're just gonna should make we, it. Let's double the amount of pay jumps,
0: and therefore yeah. half every time mm. we go up, and then put yeah. it to do with pay and make yeah. it worse. Yeah, really it. good. So yeah, uh, yeah. So do you remember, know, there, happens- was, there was that story of someone who we worked with who, after like six I years, had gone up this. about one or two grand. Just because, mm. just because they could, and you know, it wasn't this thing where it was like, oh, that's horrendous, that needs fixing. Yeah. It was well, we make our own rules, so even if it wasn't a mistake, oh well. Yeah.
1: And mental, and she was a really good teacher, extremely yeah. passionate, really good teacher, yeah. and they just totally took advantage of her. Yeah. And um and shunted her pay by well, this, years in, in
0: the same in the same breath every single time if you were an nqt and you started and you did your year as an nqt yeah. very often in, in a normal world you'd go you had been a teacher for a year you'll go up one on the pay scale mm. in this situation all the pay scales have been halved yeah. so let's say there's six there's now 12 yeah. because each jump is actually half of a real jump uh, as standard if you're an nqt you go up half a jump yeah. so you do you miss out on a grand the absolute evil genius of this by the way is what that even then on if you went up two jumps which by the way obviously is just one actual jump you were constantly half a pay scale behind where you would be so every single year this academy would be saving tens of thousands of pounds and it wasn't just like,
1: ah, oh, one year I'm behind. No, no every single year yeah, you're you always were, a grand behind. You were a grand so every behind every single year. They're paying you a grand less than what they would have been doing. Absolutely, so they just went up. So just so went up that's just you. Yeah, that, well, that happened. I remember that. I remember the start of my career and just being like, obviously you're timid, so I just accepted it. But I was really annoyed. At, like yeah. I could see the scam straight away. No
0: matter what you did, even if it was performance related, yeah. you could have been absolutely yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Well, you're an NQT, so half pay scale. Yeah. The
1: rule what? was, I remember, I remember, I actually remember this so vividly. I remember mm. speaking to the head, and and I literally said, oh, this does this can't be right because. I'm only like I've done my performance appraisal, everything's been fine in my NQ two year, but I'm only going up from point one to point two on our twelve point system.
0: Which was seen as one point was seen as like you didn't quite meet your targets. Yeah. Two was good. Yeah. And there was always scope to go up three, which yeah. was more like than a you would. Point and a half. No one ever went up three. Great. It was either two
1: or they could justify giving yeah. you less. Unless you were quitting and they tried to keep you. But yeah. The, so I went up that, so,
0: wait I'm quitting <laughs> I can suddenly go up seven pay points yeah that's weird so
1: I went up well, obviously you have doing the same went up one pay one pay point which is half a real pay point after my first year of teaching the most grueling year of teaching as well and, uh, and I was like uh, and, and, the, and the response I got because I remember it being so like harshly like no it's, it's just no that's the rule here Oh, no, that's the rule. NQTs only. No, no, no. NQTs can't go. You're an NQT. The rule is NQTs only got one. Do you know who made that rule? Mm, do you, know? you. You. You made that. Could you? you. Could you not make that rule? Because now I feel undervalued after a year when I know yeah. that in any other. Oh, school that's the rule. Sorry, can't that do an academy? That. I would actually yeah. just get paid up the next. pay yeah. you know scale. What? That would work
0: if you were in a local authority school where they yeah. had to follow the rules. The person making the rules to turn around and go. No, sure, that's the rule that you've decided to save money so that you can have a six-figure salary. Well mm. done.
1: I'd love to do a whole episode on academies. So if you're listening to this and you work in an academy and you've got some mental stories of how they just change the rules and make your life considerably worse than if you just went down the road and worked at a local authority school, please let us know because <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to do an episode on it. <laughs> if only, just we had t- like, if oh. only we
0: had two people here move from a horrendous academy to a local <laughs> authority school. and uh, us, yeah, we, we definitely need your <laughs> advice we on loads that. Loads of people have stories from the same... Uh, wait, because yeah. uh, you know, everyone I trained with and worked with in that mm-hmm. academy is mm-hmm. no
1: longer working. Yeah. Yeah, no one went attention is zero percent yeah it doesn't matter to save money um anyway anyway yeah so academies going back to the point academies don't have to do any of this no. which is the burning hole because thousands of schools in the uk are already academies after the massive push about five years ago by the government to say that all schools will be academies by 2020 or whatever it was yeah. and, uh, and then obviously loads of schools panicked and yeah. quickly became academies when they yeah. didn't have to because that got scrapped immediately yeah, yeah.
0: Guys, the, the answer is the free market isn't always the best thing, okay? And when it comes to our children's education <laughs> and the well being of people, let's not throw that to yeah, the free market. Brexit. The reason I became a teacher is because I did a work experience week <laughs> in a recruitment company in London and it was absolutely horrific cutthroat. I became a teacher to make a difference, be good at my job and help children. Mm. It's evolving lots of schools into the same kind of cutthroat industry where you get toxic losses. It's a business. It's not, it's children's livelihoods. Children should get what exactly what they need at all points whatever that is, and it's broken right now. Mm. General election year, let's see what happens, shall we?
1: Crikey. This has been a really long episode. I've really enjoyed it though. Mm, I've enjoyed it. I've I hope really you guys have um, yeah. joined in. A if nice you disagree with us, let us know so we can ignore you. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> I was waiting to make the same joke you <laughs> did it for me. You did it for me. No, I actually would like to hear because sometimes sometimes we say things and maybe our opinions are based on our own experiences or yeah. we just don't know the full extent and it is good to learn. So if you, if you have an alternative opinion on, on any of those points, do let us know and if actually we will, we'll review it if, um, yeah, we if, we, if we've we been will. challenged. We will. So. And maybe
0: I'll check my emails. Yeah. yeah. Someone on Instagram... Kizzy, I know you listen. You've got this far, hey Kizzy. Um, I've just remembered now because she sent uh, a message after the last episode saying, "Oh, really enjoyable." I've got a lot of points to make about this. It might be an email, uh, and I'm really scared she's emailed us, and I've just not seen it. Oh no! <laughs> so Kizzy, if I got this point, I will check my emails. I promise you. Um, but I love getting messages from people, and what's great now about the Instagram—I think we're, we're over 2,000 followers now Indeed. on Instagram—is um, you know polls and questions and messages. It seems to be every day we're getting stuff in now, which is really, really good. More ammo. Exactly. And I love it. And thank you for taking part in those polls and things that I post. Um, and I hope you enjoy the memes that we make yeah. as well. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. Let's do a very, very quick jingle and then we'll sign off.
1: Well, welcome back. Thank you for joining us for this long and we will see you next week. Bye, Thanks, guys. guys. <laughs> Thanks for waiting. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>